Good morning, good morning, good morning, guys. Welcome to our Sunday morning Bible study. Forgive me, I am a little late. Um, you know, change the time on me, so um, <laughs> almost forgot about it. So, welcome, guys. Give me a second. I'm just trying to get everything together here. Hopefully, everybody be able to join us this morning. Whoops. Okay, we're waiting for everybody to come and join us. I know it's the last minute. So, bear with us. Good morning, London. Forgive me, I was doing, I was in the middle of doing something, and I forgot that quick about changing the time. I guess you can hear me. You hear me out there? Good morning. Yes, I hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, How are so, you? Good. Just when I was in the middle of doing something. So, whew, bear with me. Uh, what were you up doing this morning? <laughs> well, we got three minutes left, so I I don't have my computer on yet. So, what's going on this morning? Not much. Trying something different. That's why I was just like that. Yeah, like I said, um, I didn't reach out to nobody, but I sent the link. So hopefully, everybody be able to follow us this morning. If not, it'd be you and I against the world. Okie dokie, works for me. <laughs> yeah, because you know, last minute changes sometimes don't work good for people. I know, and I apologize for that. Mm. Yes. So is now is it going back to the nine o'clock one or what? So I want to um try this service out because they have three services at my church and I like the eight thirty, but um they don't have a service for the children at that hour. And you know my daughter really didn't want to go back to church, so mm. she goes she asked. So I said I would see today how it is for her. And if it seems to work and I like how they are doing things, then yes, we'll keep the nine o'clock. If not, we'll keep the 830 because I prefer the 830. That way. You there? Yes, I am. I'm still here. I said, trying to get myself together too. 
stand together. Yeah, I see you send the tests out. I don't know if they like I said, Keisha or them, if they're gonna be able to come on now. That's um I didn't reach out to nobody. Good morning, JV Outdoors. Thank you for joining us. We still getting ourselves together. Um we got um, less than a minute. We'll get everybody these five minutes to come on. So hopefully everybody be able to catch up to us. All right, London. Um, I guess you're gonna have to get it started now. Good morning. Okay, okay. Good morning, everyone. Um, I hope everyone is having a good day. We're about to pray in, and we're gonna begin our lesson in Genesis. Okay, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for another glorious day, dear God. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for every opportunity that you grant us just to learn and grow and just embrace just who you are, dear God. We want to draw closer to you and we want to know exactly what it is that you have designed us for. And we want to continue to work in your purpose. God, we just ask that you utilize this platform on this day, dear God, to bring glory to you and all that you have in store. And we ask that we are able to Read the lessons and learn them together. And we just pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. So let us begin. If you would, we are in Genesis 30, verse 1. When you are there, let me know. <laughs> uh so, and good morning. Good morning, JV. I'm there. All right. So am I. <laughs> I'm over here. I got my stuff open, but didn't have my book open. All right. Here we go. It says, when Rachel saw that she wasn't having any children for Jacob, she became jealous of her sister. She pleaded with Jacob, give me children or I'll die. Then Jacob became furious with Rachel. Am I God? He asked. He's the one who has kept you from having children. Then Rachel told him, take my maid Bilhah and sleep with her. She will bear children for me. And through her, I can have a family too. So Rachel gave her servant Bilhah to Jacob as a wife. And he slept with her. Belhah became pregnant and presented him with a son. Rachel named him Dan. For she said, God has given me a son. Then Belhah became pregnant again and gave Jacob a second son. Rachel named him Nephateli. For she said, 
I have struggled hard with my sister and I am winning. Meanwhile, Leah realized that she wasn't getting pregnant anymore. So she took her servant, Selpa, and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Soon, Selpa presented him with a son. Leah named him Gad, for she said, how fortunate I am. Then Zelpa gave Jacob a second son, and Leah named him Asher, for she said, what joy is mine. Now the other women will celebrate with me. One day during the wheat harvest, Reuben found some mandrakes growing in the field and brought them to his mother, Leah. Rachel begged Leah, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But Leah angrily replied, wasn't it enough that you stole my husband? Now, will you steal my son's mandrakes too? Rachel answered, I will let Jacob sleep with you tonight if you give me some of the mandrakes. So that evening, as Jacob was coming home from the fields, Leah went out to meet him. You must come and sleep with me tonight, she said. I have paid for you with my son's mandrakes that my son found. So that night he slept with Leah and God answered Leah's prayers. She became pregnant again and gave birth to a fifth son for Jacob. She named him Issachar, for she, for she said, God has rewarded me for giving my servant to my husband as a wife. Then Leah became pregnant again and gave birth to a sixth son for Jacob. She named him Zebulon, for she said, God has given me a good reward. Now my husband will treat me with respect, for I have given him six sons. Later, she gave birth to a daughter and named her Dina. Then God remembered Rachel's plight and answered her prayers by, en by enabling her to have children. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son. God has removed my disgrace, she said, and she named him Joseph. For she said, may the Lord add yet another son to my family. Soon after Rachel had given birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, please release me so I can go home to my own country. Let me take my wives and children for I have earned them by serving you and let me be my own, um, on my way. You certainly know how hard I have worked for you. Please listen to me, Laban replied. I have become wealthy for you for the Lord have blessed me because of you. Tell me how much I owe you. Whatever it is, I'll pay it. Jacob replied, you know how hard I've worked for you and how your flocks and herds have grown under my care. You had little indeed before I came, but your wealth has increased enormously. The Lord has blessed you through everything I've done. But now, what about me? When can I start providing for my own family? What wages do you want, Laban asked. Jacob replied, don't give me anything. Just do this one thing and I'll continue to tend and watch over your flocks. Let me inspect our flocks today and remove all the sheep and goats that are speckled or spotted along with all the black sheep. Give these to me as my wages. In the future, when you check on the animals you have given me as my wages, you'll see that I have been honest. If you find in my flock any goats without speckles or spots or any sheep that are not black, you will know that I have stolen them from you. All right, Laban replied. It will be as you say. 
But that very day, Laban went out and removed the male goats that were streaked and spotted, all the female goats that were speckled and spotted or had white patches, and all the black sheep. He placed them in the care of his own sons, who took them on a three-day journey from where Jacob was. Meanwhile, Jacob stayed and cared for the rest of Laban's flock. Then Jacob took some fresh branches from, pop, from poplar, almond, and plane trees and peeled off stripes of bark, making white streaks on them. Then he placed these peeled branches in the watering troughs where the flocks came to drink, for that was where they made it. And when they made it in front of the white streaked branches, they gave birth to young that were streaked and streaked, speckled and spotted. Jacob separated those lambs from Laban's flock. And at mating time, he turned the flock into to face Laban's animals that were streaked or black. This is how he built his own flock instead of increasing Laban's. Laban's, excuse me, keep saying that. Whenever the, strength, uh, whenever the stronger females were ready to mate, Jacob would place peeled branches in the watering troughs in front of them. Then they would mate in front of the branches. But he didn't do this with the weaker ones, so the weaker lambs became belonged to Laban, and the stronger ones were Jacob's. As a result, Jacob became very wealthy with large flocks, of sheep and goats, females and male servants, and many camels and donkeys. All right, we'll stop there. Good morning, Fish Snatcher. Good morning, Fish Snatcher. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Hello, Survival and JV Outdoors. Welcome. What's up, Survival LT? What's up, JV? So we'll stop at that first right um, step right there before we go into the next chapter. And let's talk about it a little bit. What did you all hear in there um, or take away? Well, I kind of came in a little late, so I don't want to throw that off. Okay. Uh, what about you, Miss Lee? Also, well, I, you know, I was running around trying to get my computers and stuff set up. I'm making excuses. I'm really am. Uh, like I said, I'm a little off key. But yes, but she sacrificed a whole lot because. She knew she couldn't bear, bear children, and she wanted, I guess, to keep her husband happy and, and give him children. So she allowed a servant to bear children for her. Mm -hmm. So that's a little crazy. I mean, but I guess she had to do what she had to do to hold on to her husband. Well, it also shows in this story that thing, things happen in God's time. You know, so her womb was opened by God. But it happens in God's time, which we've seen that story before with uh, Sarah. With Sarah and with um, Jacob's mother. So I think like the more of the story of that is that, you know, um, well, everything happens in God's time. Right. I definitely I agree with that. And so a couple things that I noted. Um, so one is that uh, the mandrits, right? So you notice when she was pleading, that was like a significant point. So um, when she was pleading for the mandrakes, well, the mandrakes are known or believed to help women conceive. So 
in that moment right there, it was a it was a desperate moment for the both of them. And I thought that was something to take note of because on one hand, one is upset and and still um, yearning the love and affection of Jacob. And the other one is yearning and wanting to have a child. So it's like they're still missing God and they're placing this to me in a way. It's like um, it shows where they're placing idols, making idols of other things. Rachel making idols of children and Leah making idols of Jacob. And in this moment, they're both showing just how desperate they are for it. And that's when Leah gives over and says, okay, fine, you can have the mandrakes, you know, obviously because Rebecca was hoping to, that would help her to conceive. And that gave Leah another opportunity in return to try to win Jacob's affection, right? Because she, she stays in there like, isn't it enough you stole my husband? When actually, in all actuality, we know that Jacob desired Rachel from the beginning. Um, so, which is another one of my favorite parts of the story, um, of how it's like a, a showing morals. Yes. You got to have morals. You got to be a man of your word. Mm-hmm. Especially after you read the whole story, you you understand the deal with Jacob and um, I've got the father's name. And uh, that's one of my favorite parts of this story is, is about the the, uh, the the cows and uh, the sheep. The sheep, yeah, about the sheep. <laughs> that's my right. favorite part. Right. So, okay. So, a couple other things. Also, the first the first part I noticed was um, Jacob pointed out to Rachel right before she goes. You know, she's out there searching and still trying to figure it out. Jacob points out to her where her issue lies. It has nothing to do with any person. And what it has to do with is God. He starts off when she gets upset, she gets angry, upset with him. And she says, give me a child or I'll die. And Jacob replies like, am I God? Like God is the one withholding you from having children. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that, that was an opportunity for her where she should have turned to God, but instead she still continues to search, which also shows a lot about Rachel. And you'll see not in this, um, um, these two chapters, but in um, the ones coming, that even after she has children, which we'll read or which we read, she still is not full. She's still not satisfied. Why? Because she's searching for the fulfillment that only God can provide. But um, yeah, and I and and I'll I'll give you a little note as to why I say that is because in the coming chapters, once they leave, she takes idols with her. After the father tells her not to take, you know. When he agrees, like, okay, fine, go. He's like, okay, don't take anything that belongs to me. She takes her father's idols, which just shows more of her emptiness and that she's still searching for something to fill those voids for her. But, um, yeah, so he gets angry with Rachel and he told her, like, told her the truth. You're coming to me for something only God controls. And then they're both, like I said, in that moment, um, they both showed their, how they how desperate they were and what they felt they needed to feel their missing what was missing when the reality is God is what they were missing. They only just turned to God. How their answers would be um, met. Uh, and then God was using also felt oh and, and then continuing on to with Jacob with the with the conflict. Good morning, Survival LT. Good morning, JV. Thank you, JV, for sharing us out. 
Thank you guys. Thank you all for joining us. Sunday morning Bible study. We lost London. I guess she pop up, she'll pop back in in a few. There she go. I don't know what happened. She she locked herself out. <laughs> back. Sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Make sure you give us a thumb up, a thumbs up as you come in. We would, you know, we really do appreciate it. I know it's early this morning, but thank you guys for coming through. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's back. She's back with us, JV. <laughs> Okay, so we see further down as what Jacob um, goes to Laban and asks him, you know, I've been helping you. You see that God has blessed you. You know, allow me to move on. And he, Jacob arrived there poor, but obviously God has blessed him and allowed him to flourish Laban. And now he's asking for, you know, to separate. But in that separation, he's his what his simple his simple request Laban still like how um, Fishnatcher mentions the morals he still tries to <laughs> trick him out when he's old like he he's just like okay let me just take what's spotted in the black sheep and he's like okay he agrees to it but then tries to deceive him by get, having his son gather all of the those that are spotted in black and sending them on the journey so that way he would have none but I noted I said when God is on your side you're always the winner. <laughs> That's right. You know, whatever God's plan is, you're the one that will win out. And sure enough, because we know that um, Jacob, by Jacob letting the lambs mate in front of it, had no true, you know, science scientifically, there's no connection there. We know there is nothing but God in that place saying, like, representing, like, okay, this is how we will continue on. And Jacob is just doing his part by being obedient and staying consistent to what God has for him. And he's, he's, um, he's being honest. And so sure enough, he rebuilds and he's able to create a new flock because of God's creation. And then, um, another thing I noted was, uh, in that portion. Good morning, that, big tank. Hank. Good morning. Yes. Good morning, everyone. Uh, God was using the conflict to call Jacob back to the land of his fathers. Um, God often allows conflict to create new directions so we can pursue his greater purpose. So I thought that was also the opportunity because as you can see, it wasn't like Jacob was in any rush. He kind of almost felt, it's almost as if he, it seemed as if he continues to feel um, obligated to Levan. Like, so he, even though when he said, okay, I'm going to go now, Levan said, well, stay. Okay, okay. I'll stay. And, you know, but it was like every chance he kept trying to pull away, he just kept coming back because of um, what uh, Laban was offering him. But ultimately, the conflict is what allowed them to break apart. So we'll continue. Is there any other comments, questions on that part? I agree, okay. JV. JV Outdoor said, I got that. If you do what's right, no matter what people try to do to you, God will always bless his people. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, Dawn. Thanks for joining. As I said, this is a good story of morals in, in, in this uh, chapter here. This yes. whole story of Jacob and, uh, and uh, Rachel. Mm -hmm. Jacob, Rachel, and their father, Laban. Right. 
Yeah, and, I agree. And the other daughter. I forgot the other daughter's name, but the other daughter as well. Like all, all four of those, yeah, all four of those teach a different story of morals right. and right. faith. Morals right. and faith. Definitely. Having faith and where are you placing it, you know? So it's really interesting. And for me, I think with Mia and Rachel, it, there is more in the void. Like, you know, God is speaking to them and like, um, and how they're placing all of their everything, like all of that they believe in, all of that, that they want in the wrong thing, in the wrong space. They're placing it in Jacob and then in children. So they're feeling like, okay, if I can just feel this one thing. So it makes me think like, how often do we do that? Or how often have we done that with things that we want? If I could just have this one thing, everything will be okay. Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and also karma, like what JV pointed out. That's a great, that's a great uh, perspective because that's real. I believe yes. in that. Like, you know, by doing right by others, no matter what, you know, you're going to receive good in the, on the back end. Doing wrong right. by others, you're going to see wrong on the back end, like uh, uh, LeBron, right? He mm -hmm. was doing wrong in, from the beginning. So in the right. back end, he got wrong. It didn't, he didn't really got wrong. He got what he put out, basically. Right. So whatever you're putting out is what you're going to receive in the back end. That's true. Because <laughs> God is watching. It's so funny y'all talking about that. I just read some stuff that some people are going through with being wronged. When they haven't done anything bad, people just picking on them, being racially profiled and all kind of foolishness, which is sad. And some people are so weak that they kill themselves behind that. And it's sad. It's sad. And like I said, if you look at the person that's doing the injustice, they're consistently having things going wrong in their life. And they consistently keep on doing it. Because... <laughs> The more stuff yep. that happens to them, the matter they get and take it out on somebody else, you know. Exactly. But they don't realize that they're the cause of their own problem. So true. Mm -hmm. So true. So, um, there was something. Oh, I forgot what else I was going to say about Leah. I don't know. When it comes to me, I'll say it again. Okay, so we'll move on. If, there, if there's no more questions, comments concerns or how you feel about what you read so far we're now at um 31 verse 1 it says but jacob soon learned that laban's sons were grumbling about him jacob has robbed our father of everything they said he has gained all his wealth at our father's expense and jacob began to notice a change in laban's attitude toward him then the lord said to jacob return to the land of your father and grandfather and to your relatives there, and I will be with you. So Jacob called Rachel and Leah out to the field where he was watching his flock. He said to them, I have noticed that your father's attitude toward me has changed, but the God of my father has been with me. You know how hard I have worked for your father, but he has cheated me, changing my wages 10 times, but God has not allowed him to do me any harm. For he, if he said, the speckled animals will be your wages, the whole flock began to produce speckled young. And when he changed his mind and said, the striped animals will be your wages, then the, the whole flock produced striped young. 
In this way, God has taken your father's animals and given them to me. One time during the mating season, I had a dream and saw that the, that the male goats mating with the females were streaked, speckled, and spotted. Then in my dream, the angel of God said to me, Jacob, and I replied, yes, here I am. The angel said, look up and you will see that only the streaked, speckled, and spotted males are mating with the females of your flock. For I have seen how Laban, Laban has treated you. I am the God who appeared to you at Bethel, the place where you anointed the pillar of stone and made your vow to me. Now get ready and leave this country and return to the land of your birth. Rachel and Leah responded, that's fine with us. We won't inherit any of our father's wealth anyway. He has reduced our rights to those of foreign women. And after he sold us, he wasted the money you paid him for us. All the wealth God has given you from our father legally belongs to us and our children. So go ahead and do whatever God has told you. And it stops there. So. Mm. Mm -hmm. We'll take away from that. Okay, JV Outdoor said, I agree. People that are full of hate are usually people that hate their own life and take it out on others. Unfortunately, yeah. That's why, you know, usually when I see someone that is miserable or, um, or having a bad day, I usually return it with kindness. I think that's why it's important because hate only drives hate. Only way you can cast out something of the opposite, I mean, something so strong is with the opposite, with love. So that's why God tells you to love everyone. So, I mean, it doesn't, you know, when someone is acting miserable or upset, you could just smile at them, give them some, some encouraging words. Who knows what that could do for them. Right. And sometimes it comes with maturity also, you know, because a lot of times people don't realize how much they have so much hate in their heart because they hadn't, they had yet to learn this self. So as they mature, they have a tendency of changing. And for those who never mature, they're going to always have the hate in their heart. That's how I look at it. Mm. I like the word that you're using with mature. I think that's, yeah, right on, you know, something that you have to grow into. Mm -hmm. So any takeaways from this part of the, from this chapter? Again, like I say, so what I get from it is like, even though uh, LeBron kept on changing his wages, kept on tricking him, kept trying, it always worked out. So it, it says if he told him he was going to give him all the cows with spots mm -hmm. on it, all mm -hmm. the cows was born with spots. If he told him mm -hmm. I was going to give you all the cows with stripes on it, all the cows was born with stripes because he kept trying to trick them. He looked and mm -hmm. see, well, I, ain't, I don't have any cows with no stripes. So I'm, I'll let you have every cow I got with stripes on it as long as you do this. The next thing you know, all these cows will have stripes. You know, so like, whatever he said, like whatever he said, he, he couldn't understand that he was doing wrong. And because he was doing wrong, this was happening. You know, he couldn't understand that, but he kept trying. Right, he's continuing trying to deceive, and yet it was backfiring on him. <laughs> it wasn't working in his favor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. 
That's why I said you can, you can fool man all the time, but, can, but you can never fool God because God sees it all. So that's it. But everyone who think they're fooling God, they're not. Nope. You can fool man. Like I said, you can fool man. But even with that, it, even that, by, like I said, even that will justify because sooner or later, the truth going to you know reveal itself. So. Mm -hmm. And I also, um, I noted also at the, towards the end is that Jacob revealed his plan to his wives. Providing the way for a man to lead his wife is by communicating. Um, oh, proving about proving the way for a man to lead his wife is by communicating where God is leading him. So mm -hmm. you know, I always, I definitely believe, like you know, there is. Um, I say like an umbrella, like God, the husband, the wife, children, etc. But I thought it was important to note that even when you're leading. It's important to communicate whatever it is, the direction that you're going with your spouse or with your wife, because um, so that way they can be in agreement. And I remember someone else saying uh something, and I was like, you know, I I need to be more mindful of that because not only that, so they can pray for you, right? Because God can give you direction, and it's good that they can. It's good to have someone that's praying with you that you can two can come together when it says that in the Bible. You know, when two together. Yeah, he shall be so mm -hmm. making sure that everything is aligned with what he has set forth, and that way you won't have to worry about <laughs> trying to rear them back in, even though we will see soon that Rachel does not quite his end. But yeah, so that was something that I noted in that um, part of uh, chapter 31. Uh, so, anything else? Did anyone else notice anything? Mm. Um, and then I guess that's the end of it for this lesson if there's any what was your questions, comments, concerns I remember what I was going to say now but I'd rather go around the room and hear everyone's takeaway first mm. well that was quick <laughs> Miss Lee? Uh, JV, excuse me. JV Outdoor said, I agree with that. <laughs> yes. I got a question. I agree with all of that. Yes. I must, you know, I'm going to mess with you guys before y'all go. I got to uh -oh. do it. Uh-oh. I got to uh -oh. do it. I mean, it's got to happen. Something to make <laughs> you go, hmm. I'm just trying to figure out why they changed yours to, to goats. Or sheep. Mm. What does yours say? What do you um? It mine says, says mine's, mine says, says cows. Oh. Cattle. Mine says cattle. No cattle is cows. No cattle is a group. Same thing as no. Flock. No no cattle is cows. Cattle is horned hoofed animals. That is true, London. It's cow to cow. So, okay. Hold on. I just, I mean, I, I just like, you know, I like to, like to <laughs> give a little pushback. <laughs> I like to, I like to see why they do that. Right. You understand it for why, what's the purpose of doing okay. that? So, I JV Outdoor said cattles and mines as well. So, okay. So you're reading the King James version, right? Yes. 
Okay, so I downloaded an app because I wanted to be able to make sure that what I am understanding when it pertains to certain things, that it is accurate. Because I do, like I said, I do go back and forth in the King James Version. With the app that I have, it actually translates definitions of words. And I'll send the app to you. By definition of what they described, cattle is any group. And I'll, um, I'm going to have to bounce back and forth because I think when I leave, you can't hear me. So I'm going to jump over here right quick. Well, no, no, don't do that. Look at the real definition of cattle. <laughs> Dude. I know, Look. right? Look, JB Outdoor says, Snatch is stirring it up. <laughs> he always stirring it up, but it's good, it's though. Property, property of any kind, including. And you can't just look at the, because if you just look at the dictionary, remember, we live in America, U.S., right? So our translations of words and their translations of words differ. Same way we say um, we're going on vacation, they say holiday. If I was to say holiday, you would ask me which one. If they was to say holiday, they would be referring to a break, going a, just basically away from work, which we consider a vacation. So it is important to understand <laughs> by definition what they describe as the word. And by definition- I will look they that describe, up. That's a good yes. point. <laughs> yeah. So by definition, as they describe, it's any group. Because in my mind, I'm understanding cows. In your right. mind, you're understanding sheep. No, I'm a, a, no, it's it's um flock, but flock yeah, but you're referring to it as sheep every time you say it. You refer to the animals as sheep. Um, and goat. I said goat because it says goat in here. Like it definitely yeah, shouldn't but, yeah, say. Says, but it says um it says because it's different ones. It has sheep, goats, uh, male servants. And many camels and donkeys. So it's it's referring to different groups of animals in my book, actually. Yeah. Oh, oh, so you, oh you heard, not, so you heard, not, yes. not what the not what LeBron is trade is, is trading as uh is trading as uh, uh pay. Hmm? He's trading as pay cattle though, right? One more time. Like what LeBron is trading for pay, with mm -hmm. uh, what he's giving Jacob for pay. Yes. It's what what is it saying that is he giving them sheep, goats, cows, what? Just, the flock, the flock. It says flock. Hmm. Right. I mean, I just, that, was, that was just a question there because no, I, I got flocks. I do have flocks in my Bible, but it gets to the part about the speckles when the speckles changed to um, mm -hmm. like just all that was all that was cows. Like the, will be it says will be your wages. The whole flock produce right, just whole to produce speckles. Yeah, yeah right. they got they say flock right. for the lambs, the goats. Right. Um, yeah, but all mine's like from 31, from 31 all the way through 16 is all cattle. No, right. and, it, and it said and it, that, it said the speckled animals, plural. So it's different types of animals, right? Not just what, a particular animal. What right. says that? Where at? In um verse eight, it said, For if he said the speckled animals. Will be your wages. The whole flock began right. to produce speckle young. Right. Mine's so say that, he's, not, he's not just referring to one particular animal. Right. Mine's it, mine's it is. So that's right. plural. Yeah, and King James it, it doesn't say that. So yeah. it don't it, it specifies one animal. It says if if he said thus, the speckles shall be thy wages, then all the cattle bear yeah. speckles. Okay. And now, now saying, earlier, but earlier before that, it does speak about flocks, like you know, many different. Mm -hmm. But yes. in this 31 through 16, he's speaking about cows in my in my 
in your mind because you know no. cattle to be no. cat because no uh, you say you're saying cows your book says cattle right so what you saying when i look in the english i should look in the english dictionary and it that's what, say, right and that's why that's where i got to find out the meaning of cattle right mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna look that up Gotcha. But great question. I love it. Yeah. Um, JV want to know, are we doing um, Matthews today? No. Um, we usually do Genesis. And then next week we do Matthew, um, Psalms, and Proverbs. Because Matthew, Psalms, and Proverbs is shorter than um, Genesis. Today, I guess Genesis, um, it wasn't short, but I guess it just went through kind of fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that way, also, we have uh, opportunity to go over. You also said, I love it, King James. Did you say that? Yeah, say that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> King James, baby, yeah. <laughs> King James version. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, that was a great question. And any other questions, comments, concerns? I love it. Keeps me I just, uh, it just fascinates me how I think some people, depending on the book you read, is the idea that pops in your head of what you believe right. you're hearing. Right. But that's what but you, know, but that's not the day you have to um, get a get an understanding because like I said, for myself, it's hard for me to go back and forth with different Bibles because I have to focus on one. See, like I said, with London, she used, I don't know how many different Bibles. She probably got about four or five different Bibles in front of her right now. And some people can do that, you know, like I said, to be able to translate and so you could get the understanding that it still means the same thing, even though you might be reading it different. But at the end, at the very end, it's still, it's a flock. So no matter what, right. it, it was an animal that, you know, that, that he put the spots on, the speckles on. So, you know, it was an animal. Now, the, and then, like I said, it's the yin and the yang. So do they all come together as one particular type of animal? But see, like I said, in 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 um the, the Bible that I read it, it's it's plurals in animals. So it's not so it could be it could be all of the same type of animals. Right. There's more than one animal. It could have been the same type of animals, or was it different types of animals? Well, and from what I can see it's it's different types of animals. Right. It's not me I, just focusing um, on the animals. What I'm saying is though. That's how that's exactly what I'm telling you. Like you got is multiple animals. In my mm -hmm. version, I got to me that it was a cow. You see, but I'm just saying that for example, how you can read something in a different book and get a totally different understanding of what they're trying to convey to you. That's mm -hmm. what I was that's what I'm ultimately getting at. So like mm -hmm. if I read, um, if I read that I always go back to the firmament versus the mm -hmm. um great expanse, how I get that we're in an enclosed environment. Everybody else can get we in an open environment where you can leave and come as you as you please. And right. I believe differently. And this is I always point those words out because it gives me a different understanding reading the book I, I read. And so that's why I always go back like in the um when I when I say in the beginning, like when we first started and I try to convey it like throughout the Bible study, is that when I like the way that I've come to learn and what helps me create staples is that first understand like it, it requires you have to cut it. It requires. It takes work, right? <laughs> but it takes discipline, takes work, takes obedience. But for me, what helps me, and what I've learned that helps me, is to understand all of what's entailed in the in it, right? So I read out of like when, um, as we mentioned, I have different Bibles. I do, but I found the New Living Translation for me is just a much easier read to study, right? But I do still read from the King James Version. 
especially with certain like there's actually certain memory verses <laughs> certain verses that has the memory and it's through the king james version just because that's the one that everyone i think uh, most christians know so when you hear them reciting something it's like you know that version of it right the lord's prayer you know the king james version i could just recite a couple of them um you're gonna you're gonna begin to recite that version so i go to it just for understand like to break down certain things but as i would go to it i kind of found like okay well how did they come to this meaning in the new in the um new living translation so then that's when i did um began to start to um do my research like okay well why is this word different and what does it mean and then um that's which the big sorry it's kind of spiraling here which brings me back to how i tell everyone when we're on bible study is the best way to study is knowing the who they're speaking to the timing in which they were speaking and then you'll have like in um what was the purpose right because obviously everything in the bible has purpose he's not it's not it's not just written it's not just the it's not for some people look at it as history like it's not just history it's not something looked at as his history book it's not just of one anything for me it's all encompassed together to help you understand god better so when you learn the history of it and you learn who they're speaking to then you can have a better idea okay um for instance, like how I mentioned the mandrakes. Well, some people would skip over that and say, okay, well, she just offered her a flower. But no, there was significance to the reason why they mentioned the name of the flower. Because that flower was known or believed to them to help women conceive. So that's why it was that's why it's important to note those things. So every time I do a lesson, I try to pull in some facts as to what brought me to this conclusion. But um so yeah so that's i think that's what helps also like with the defining of the words i definitely think words are important but the what's more important is understanding what what is being said right so you don't want to miss what is to be gained from it by just focusing on the one word well you got it like you said you got to understand the words and pray for understanding of what you're supposed to be getting out of it that's what uh nikki nichols is pointing out to me just now you gotta pray for the understanding of what God wants you to get out of the verses that you're reading, you know? And I said, I, I actually, when I started reading the Bible, I started reading the NIV and uh, it left me with more questions. So I went to another Bible. I can't remember off the top of my head, which one that was. Then I went to a, I went to a third one by accident. Then I got to the King James version. That was like most people, like you saying, it was hard for me to read the King James at first because I felt like I couldn't understand what they were saying with all the thousand D's and that. You know, and a lot of people would say because of that, they don't want to read it. And mm. like after I prayed for understanding of it, like Nicky Nick was said, I was able to understand it. And I was like, this makes more sense to me. This makes out of all the books I read, I got it. I, was, I kept getting stuck in Psalms and NIV. I'm going to tell you what around what part in Psalms was sticking where it was saying about not loving your parents. If I can't, I can't, I don't want to say it wrong the way NIV said it. It's in there. It's in the NIV. And I'll find it for you and I'll, um, I'll send it to you. But I well, kept I going. Yeah. Yep. The NIV is interpretation. So each one has a description as to what the the um, Bible is. Right. The, the New Living Version. The New, the new Living, living Version. Mm. No, that's NL, NLV. Yeah. NLV. The, new, the, new, the New Living Version is the one where I kept having uh, questions. You No, you and, said... Uh, which is the in, in not the NIV. I'm correcting it. It was the it was the New Living Version. 
I had questions. I read, like I said, I read three different Bibles before getting to the King James. I read the NIV, the New Living Version, and the Mormon Bible was the third one. I read a Mormon Bible. I didn't get past the first page because it says honor thy queen in there. And I got rid of it. <laughs> I was like, there ain't no way the Bible say that. Right. Mm. So what I'm saying is, I kept having questions. I kept like each each book, I kept reading, and I get to a point where I'd be like, I don't know if that's right. Something don't feel right. And when I got to the King James, I prayed for understanding. And it, I was understanding what I was reading a little bit better. But I'm gonna find that verse to for y'all. And I'm gonna send the different verses to you to see how you understand it, what you interpret from it. Now I want you to see what you guys think. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Because um, I mean, I think there's, um, I definitely think it's good that you read from the King James Version. I, like I said, I like the King James Version. I just know for me, when it comes to studying, the New Living Translation works best, that, which is the NLT. I know that I'm familiar with the NIV. Um, I don't read from the NIV because um, it's a it's an interpretation. It's not not everything is as it. The NLT is supposed to be like basically the King James Version just translated, and now there's actually a CSB one that more people read from today. So there's a number of Bibles. But um, it says, I took Hebrew in college, and after learning it, I came to the conclusion that the King James Version was the best translated version out there. So I hear that from a lot of people that said they And I can't spell college right, so don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Well, I can't spell anything right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, yeah and I, and I, um, so. So I actually um, was looking, but I needed someone because I feel like some certain Bibles also, um, when he talks about like the Hebrew, um, the Torah, I wanted to dive into there, but I need someone who understands it first because um, when I had a gentleman helping me with it, it was like, oh, okay, like the dots, because there's, there's same thing. There's a lot of history and lessons that you have to learn from what is written now, the way that they write, like the way um, Jews write now and the way the Hebrews and the way it was written before, a lot of that is different as well. So you have to have someone that has the history and understanding. So I think, you know, obviously him going to school with it, I'm sure he probably learned the difference and all of that. But for me, well, I couldn't dive into it by myself because I understood that there were differences. The original language, you know, is close to that. So remember the original language, the universal language was symbols, you know? So I guess Tower of Babel is where all that got taken away because it was like language was being used for evil. But that's why that's the closest thing to the original at that, that Torah is the closest thing to original language. So if you can understand original language, you will easily pick up the Torah from what I understand. I don't understand it myself, but I have faith and belief. Like I said, I, ask, I guess you can get out of your Bible that you're reading right now. You can pray for understanding with God what God wants you to get from him. And yeah. that's what you will receive. So I, I don't, I'm not telling anybody you got to read my book. I'm saying you got to pray for understanding of what you read and what God wants you to receive from it. Right. And that's what I agree with Nikki Nichols with wholeheartedly. Yes, I agree with Nikki Nichols as well. That is, I believe that 100% you need to uh, pray for understanding. Mm -hmm. Hello. Thanks for joining, kid. Kid Savage. Good morning, Kid Savage. And JV Outdoor said, "Yes, Old Hebrew and New he Hebrew do have differences, but they are they are very close." Yeah, yeah. And so I would love I would love to learn it. Uh, 
that's definitely on my list of things to learn. So, yeah, once you learn, you might be a King James. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she says not that she's not a, a King James supporter. I don't know. I, I said I have King James. I have two, three. But you prefer to read the other Bible because you said that uh, is it easier to get through? It's you like King James, but it's for me, me but, to understand. So, like to. So when I'm, um, for instance, like when you're studying, when I read the King James Version, I would have to stop at almost every other word to get definition of understanding of what it's saying. Right. Right? Well, I think you should do that. So, but if you, if you understand the word already, then I don't have to stop. And but go do back you really understand stop. the word? Right. So I do. Right. I do. I do. That's the way I learn. I've always, well, you, I've learned that way for a long time. Not all my life, but uh, I could definitely say from my father, actually, while I was in college, he was just like, if you ever have, and I was just like, why didn't you tell me this? You know, because I was never a study. And growing up, I didn't have to study to get to get through classes. I would just literally show up, do the work. And then when it came time to a test, I remember whatever I learned in class. When I got to college, it was for the most part <laughs> the same, but there were some areas I was struggling. And when he told me that, and he was just like, he, I mean, he, we, we kind of, he kind of summarized it and I kind of understood a little bit then, but over time I've learned more of it, a better understanding, but yeah, it was like, okay, when you like, same thing, if you come across a word, you feel like too, you know, a sentence or two later, you find yourself yarning, distracted, you missed a word that didn't properly fit into that sentence that you read. So you need to go back, read it again till you find the word. So that's how I've, I've studied since I've learned that. So um, when I, whenever I read, and I'm and I, I'm a, I enjoy reading. <laughs> so whenever I read, that's how I, that's how I, um, that's how I learn. That's how I read. So for me, that's why King James version is like a stumbling block. Not that I don't want to learn it, but it's a lot to, and especially because I found that the for me the New Living has been so much, um, is so concise and is so. Um, parallel to the King James Version, it works for me. So if I, for instance, what, I'm, what I mean is that if I'm reading the King James Version and then I open up a chapter in the New Living and it's the same, and, but yet it took, me, it took me one minute to come to that conclusion in the New Living and an hour in the King James, mm -hmm. while I'm studying, I'm going to read from the New Living. <laughs> you see? So. JV Outdoor said, I can send you some test books, London. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> and uh, Nikki says, sorry, I'm in the shadow, but cooking breakfast for a fish snatcher, laugh out loud, trying to be submissive. <laughs> yeah. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and Kim ever said, personally, I, I feel like it's worth the time to learn. Yes. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yes. Like the Bible's probably not meant to go through in one day. Like, you know, the Bible's not even really meant to be read straight through. I enjoy doing it because I, I'm going through it several times. I listen to it on audio, and it helps me doing it that way, but I still bounce around in it. Like, you know, if I have a question or any, um, I'm looking for advice on a, to handle a certain situation, I might bounce around in it that way. But I enjoy going straight through it because I can read it like a story, too. To me, it's a big story from beginning to the end. That's it why is. it starts off with Genesis and it yeah. ends off with the rapture. That's just a story from beginning yeah. to the end. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Now, when you, when you listen to the audio, do you just listen to the uh, King James version? In I'm the King audio? James all the way. I don't want to. I, I learned my lesson. I got distracted with the other Bibles. I didn't really, I wasn't getting the real meanings. They told you, the, the, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say what the other ones told me to do. It was crazy. I was like, this can't be right. I was like, this can't be right. I was like, I looked up the word too. It, it, it meant what it said. And the King James said it different. And it had a different meaning. So I was like, yeah, that sound, that makes more sense. Now, okay, but to, okay, now I'm going to ask a, maybe a crazy, a crazy question. What make you feel that the King James Version is, is right over any other of the Bibles? Because it feels right. I mean, it feels right. So, like, so like I said, when I get to, so when I'm, I'm on the, the individual, it's on the individual what feels yeah. right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is why mm -hmm. it feels right is because I again I'm looking for advice on looking on how I should handle a situation. So if I turn to the Bible when the Bible's giving me some advice that makes me go, that's what you really want me to do, God, for real. You serious? And I'm like, I'm not sure. Like I shouldn't feel like that in my in, in my inside, you know. Mm -hmm. And then when I go to the King James Bible and I get that same, I look for that same verse, and the understanding I'm getting for it feels like, yeah. That's what God would tell me. It feels like that feels right. Even if I something I don't want to do, but it feels right. Like, okay, I mm -hmm. see why God say do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, JV Alto said three chapters a day, and you read the Bible in a year. Oh, okay. I could agree with that. Yes, yes. Her picture went out for a hot minute. <laughs> and uh kid said it's the greatest story. Yes, it is. The greatest you know? story you ever told. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. But like I said, um, for me, I tell anybody, I know God because he within me, but to learn the word is what I'm learning now. You know, what's in the Bible is what I'm learning. Um, I'm not a reader. I would never pretend to be a reader, but I'm a very good listener. <laughs> uh, so the Bible study helps me out a lot just to, to learn the word. And like I said, I like to, to see the difference on, you know, because I think everyone up here reads a different Bible. You know, but at the end of the day, like I said, we all come to the same understanding. And that's to me, it's, it's the most important to be able to come to the same understanding. And you could just, you know, you could dispute, you know, if you feel that it's not. Uh, Ken Seven said, if God is the religion, it shouldn't matter what Bible you read. Exactly. It shouldn't. Like I said, as long as you, like I said, it might, like I said, you know, like we said about the word cattle to, to most cattle mean cows. But um, and then others, it means all all animals. So, but it's, well, cattle. It's, I mean, it's the dog. definition of cattle that I get is all creatures like what with horns and the split hoof. Mm -hmm. A sheep doesn't have horns and split hooves. It has uh, split hooves, but not the horns, right? A goat has horns and split hooves. So I can see how you could say it's a goat, you know. But um, I can't see it being a camel. I can't see it being a duck. I can't see it being, it doesn't mean all animals to me, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. It means a cow. Like, cow is cattle in my mind, you know? Mm -hmm. Goats mm -hmm. is goats. A mm -hmm. herd, you could have a herd. If it's speaking of a lot of them, it'd be a herd. Mm -hmm. Speaking of a lot of, a lot of, like, you don't say a herd of birds, you say a flock of birds. Mm -hmm. Right? So, like, words mean different things in, in my mind. So, I get a different picture in my head when I'm mm -hmm. reading it and a different understanding is what I'm trying to say. You know, so right. like if God, I, if your Bible is telling you that if somebody wrongs you, you should go ahead and cut their head off, right? It may not mean that in the Bible go, I'm reading. Go and cut somebody's head off, right? <laughs> right. Don't say somebody, but depending on <laughs> which book you're reading, 
If like, he wrong you, just cut his head off. Yes, that's it. I mean, say it right there. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that's what I'm getting at. Words is very important to me because I mean, I'll take them literally. I'm like, it's say it right there. I'm telling you, it's right. say it right there. I can do it. Right. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, very interesting, guys. So, um, uh, London, uh, you want to take it back around the room? I don't know what she's doing. Because we made it to our hour. This was a great hour that we made it to. And so I don't know did she step away or not. But anybody have any last comments or questions they would like to add at this time? Please feel free to do so. You can leave your comments in the bottom. And to the panelists, if you have anything else you want to add to it, feel free to do so. Because I think London stepped away for a minute. Um. Let's get. Let's go to Dawn first. I really fish natural for that. Yes. <laughs> um. Basically, everything. I don't know. It's like I told someone the other day. You can treat someone one way, and they treat you another way. You never know what they're going through, and. But you shouldn't treat people bad. You want to treat people how you want to be treated at the end of the day. Because, I mean, yeah, I could be going through something crazy or whatever. Doesn't mm -hmm. mean I can even treat you differently because I'm going through something. Right. And, and I was going to say that too. I got a lot of feedback. Got a lot of feedback coming. Okay. I would say on that, Dawn, is that a lot of times we don't treat ourselves good. And somebody else might treat you a whole lot better than you treat yourself. And then sometimes you have to step back and say, wow, you know what? Why are they being so nice to me? You know, I'm not a nice person, but why are they being so nice to me? Because sometimes people see good in a person that they don't see in themselves. So, so just like I said, so not all the time, I mean, treat people the way you want the people to treat you because you don't treat your own self good. You don't love yourself. So how you, you, you want somebody else not to love you? No. And, and, you, and the whole thing is you have to know how to receive that love where you never had it before. And people started seeing the different in you and you started seeing the different in you like, wow, you know what? I do have it in me. I never knew I could have all of this in me. So sometimes I don't, you know, that's said, sometimes you don't want people to treat you like you treat yourself or, you know, I said, they say treat others like, like you want others to treat you. You're not treating yourself well. You know, that's, that's where to come in, um, have a more respect for self. You know, they said, love, love thyself first. In order for you to love others, you have to learn to love thyself first. So, so it's a play on words too. That's how I feel with that. So you remember in, um, right here in the Bible again, it goes to when they ask Jesus what's the most important rules, right? The most important important commandments, if you would say. And he said, number one was put God over everything. Number one, love God over everything. That's the most mm -hmm. important thing. Number mm -hmm. two, he said, there's only two of them. Number mm -hmm. two was love thy neighbor. You know, love thy, treat everybody well, very, very well is what that basically means, you know? And treating them well is treating yourself well. You know right. why? Because God created man in his image. So mm -hmm. if you're loving God, you, you should love, love man. Mm -hmm. You know, a woman. Or, I'm saying by man. I'm saying by yeah. all mankind. You right. love him. And mm -hmm. um, no wrong to him and you have a good life. But you start doing right. wrong by people, 
You're not going to have a good life. It's basic. It's real. It kept it real simple. I said it's basic instructions before leaving Earth, and it's for real. You know, you want to see? Just look at your individual lives. If something's going wrong, you're doing something wrong that you got to tweak somewhere. That's why we all have. I have problems all day because I'm always doing something wrong somewhere down the line. So I got to tweak things. You know, I'm like, I know what I did. I just can't stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's the same. And and it still go right back to like I said, you want to treat your neighbor well, but learn to love thyself first. You know, it, like I said, it, 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 how can you love God you, first? No, no, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about after, of course, after God. But you know, if you said to treat thy neighbor like like you said, you want to treat that's people number like, two, but, right? No, right. That's number two. Way, yeah, it's number say two. number two. Treat yourself. Love yourself. It's a number two. No. Love thy neighbor. Yeah, love thy neighbor, but still. Yeah, but how can you love thy neighbor? You you don't know what love is because like if you if all you saw in your whole life was hatred, all you got to you know, love. God loves you. Yeah, no, but also if only thing that you was taught in your household was hate, you know you hate everything. I don't like the color blue. I can't stand that color. Why? Because that's all you heard. That's all you seen all your life. But then someone else come to you and say, hey. But blue is a beautiful color. Why you hate it? You don't have a meaning. Why you hate it? It just that that was all you heard all your life was don't like the color blue, no matter what you do. Just don't like it. So now somebody else come to you saying, let me show you the reason why you should love it. And now you could see the difference. And now, you, and now your eyes are open to something new because it was never taught to you. So now, you are, now you are starting to treat people differently because it, now you start to see a better picture when it was never shown to you before. You know, I, I, it's like um, it's like a person, and I'm gonna use New York. I'm gonna use New York because I live in New York for a long time. I work with all types of people, okay. And I remember it was a white, oh, okay. We're gonna say Caucasian, and we're gonna say African American. Most people say they're gonna say white, and they're gonna say black. Like I said, it all depends on where you at. Like I said, people in New York, you can't go black people or white people. It's either Caucasian or African American. But anyway, it was this. Caucasian young lady, her best friend was African-American. Now, the part of New York that the Caucasian woman live in, there's no African-Americans. Of course, where the African-American live, she's around all types of people. So what happened was the first time, now this is her best friend. The first time she took her home to meet her family, her nephew was scared to death. He held, he was like about five or six years old. He held on to the auntie, the Caucasian, her leg, because he never seen a person. You would think this day and time that people would see run across all types of people. But this young boy never experienced going outside of his comfort zone, you know? And, and when they was telling us the story, I like, wow. To, to know that people are still living like that is amazing to me. Because like I said, when you are sheltered from the outside world, you don't know what's out there until someone bring it to you. So well, to me, the lesson that was learned in today's time that it, you know, if you don't know, you don't know. So you cannot not like me because I don't know. I don't know because I was never taught. And that's how I feel like when they say love thy neighbor, you can't love thy neighbor if you never was taught how to love thy neighbor. Well, that's why I'm telling you about the Bible. So that's how you can learn. You can mm-hmm. learn everything you know right from the Bible. You don't have to rely on a, a man or a woman to teach you. You can right. teach yourself. Mm-hmm. You get all the questions that you have for life, 
is in the, the Bible, you know? Mm -hmm. And somebody may be teaching wrong. Yeah, remember, the devil is just as real as, as God, right? Mm -hmm. So there's going to be people that's not always working for God. They're working for the devil. So you got to remember that. And that could be right inside your household. That's you know? right. That's right. So you got you to do your own research. You got to do your own study. And you got to come to your own. You got to pray for understanding and pray mm -hmm. for answers if you really want them. You're going to get them. So be careful what you pray for. If you mm -hmm. don't really want to know, don't ask it because it will that's, come. Mm -hmm. But um, that's why I'm saying like, as far as loving thyself, if you can love God, right, first, that's what God is telling you. Love God first. And then by mm -hmm. loving God and believing in God, everything else is going to line up. because That means you have faith, right? So everything else is going to, you're going to love yourself by loving God. You're mm -hmm. going to wind up doing that. Once you get to know God and understand who God is, you're going to automatically start loving yourself because you're going to know that God created all of you in his image, right? Yes. And God mm -hmm. wants you to love him unconditionally because God loves you unconditionally. And you are a reflection of God, right? Mm -hmm. So your neighbor is a reflection of God. So you can't treat your neighbor bad and treat God good because that, that's disrespecting God. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So God mm -hmm. created this thing and he's telling you to love me unconditionally. And I created all of you in my image. That means mm -hmm. you should be loving all of you. Right, right. It's just that simple. It's real simple. And if you if you do anything to my people, you're going to receive the, the, on the back end consequences. You're going to get a lot of consequences on the back end. It's just going right. to happen that way. Right. Okay. Well, Ken said, if God is the religion, it shouldn't matter what Bible you read. That is so true. It doesn't matter what Bible that you read because. At the end of the day, I mean, I, I mean, well, there, are, it does and it there, don't, are, yeah. there, there are some Bible that, that that's, uh, I don't want to call out no particular religion because I, I'm like a uh, fish snatch. I read certain Bible and I'm like, whoa, I said, this is not right. And I did the same thing. I put it down because like I said, if it don't feel right in your heart, then it's not right. Because every, like I said, the devil wrote Bibles too. So, you know, be true. so, so to get you to understand his way of living. So, like I said, you have to do your research. And like I said, if you feel good in your heart, and like you said, ask, ask for understanding. That's the, you know, that's the best thing, like, like Fishnatch Fish said. You have to ask for understanding. So, we're, like I said, each and every one of us that's here right now have a different understanding, but we are able to still come together and to understand on the same page. Because we have, I'm not going to lie, we have people who came on the panelists, and they had some real big discrepancies because how they felt about it, but we cannot knock how they feel about their Bible or whatever they choose, they, whatever they choose to learn from, because that's their understanding. But because we all are on the same page, even though we read a different Bible, but we basically have the same understanding that we said, okay, we could continue to come together because we understand. And that's you know what I always found though that was amazing. The common denominator in all these Bibles, good ones, bad ones. Uh, Torahs, uh, Qurans, all of them. Guess what the common denominator is? <laughs> they acknowledge Jesus. Mm -hmm. that they, tells might call, me something. they might call them by different names too, but they, but they all the acknowledge that he existed. Mm -hmm. Right. Some believe okay. he wasn't. Uh, 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 some believe he was just a prophet. Some mm -hmm. believe he was just a man. But they acknowledge he existed. Right. So that tells you something right there by itself. These mm -hmm. is all the books around the world. There's two mm -hmm. things that line up, Jesus and the flood. So mm -hmm. that tells you that these two things 
definitely happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, JV Outdoor says, someday, Snatcher, I will show you some huge differences in the Bibles and why I stick with KJV, King James Version also. Me but too. I'm always just happy that people read a Bible uh, means a matter which one it is. It doesn't matter. You're right. It doesn't matter which one it is. Um, Nikki Nichols said, for everyone, I pray for your understanding and mine. And we all hear that we all hear what God is saying to you because your salvation uh, ultimately depends on you and your choice. And she capitalized God and you. So those are the main two that you have to understand. Yes. And uh, JV Aldo said, amen. And blessing to you, Outdoor and JV Outdoor said, if you look at Ten Commandments, they are all instruction, all instruction on how to love God and your neighbors. That is so true. Right. Yeah. And like I said, like he said, it's only right, two. Right, it's only right. two rules. Two rules of the game to understand. And you understand, like she's capitalizing. She capitalized you, but God is how you spell God with a capital G. I said she capitalized both. I said she capitalized God and you. Those are the main two. Well, God is always spelled with a capital G. Yes. The real yes. God. Yeah. The other the real the God, little G yeah. means I'm not going to get into that, but right. when you if you if you respecting God, you always spell it with a capital G. Right. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Yes. Okay. I think we lost London, but um, anybody else have anything to say before we end it? They got oh, the fish snatcher ready. <laughs> well, go for it, fish snatching. You're the last to be 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 heard from. I'm just glad. No, seriously, I'm just glad you have this platform to open up discussions about the Bible. For one, you know, I think it's awesome that it's that many people starting to get interested in reading their Bibles. Like I said, I'm not knocking what Bible you're reading as long as you're worshiping God and His Son. That's all I have to say about that. Right. And I want to add to that is that especially these days and time, as you can see, this world is turned upside down. But, I, and you know, and I'm going to say that if you don't believe in God now, you're in the world of trouble. Because, like I said, he's only going to come back and save those who believe in him. If you don't believe in him. And I'm not going to say, oh, today I believe in him because I want to be saved. No. Find it in your heart to really believe in him. To really be, you know, don't be afraid to, to share his word. And like I said, to get a better understanding. And like I said, I, I'm the first one to say that I love God. I know who God is. Like I said, I know he brought me through a whole lot of stuff in my time. And like I said, it doesn't matter how old you are. When you realize it, then you know. And like I said, it took me some time to realize that he brought me through a lot. I mean, I was in my early 20s when I, when I really discovered, even though I was 13 years old when I was baptized. You know, yes, I was baptized at a young age, but I knew then to change my life over. And am I a perfect child? Yes, I am. Always been, always, God, no, I'm not lying. He knows that. Always been a perfect child. So, yes. <laughs> but I just got to get into the words more. That's all. And like I said, um, a lot of times when you're trying to get in the word, someone's going to try to, um, to, to steer you away from the word. But like I said, just tell him, give you patience. So you can continue to to understand the words, you know. If somebody tell you, like I said, everybody have their own belief on who they feel their God is, you know. It doesn't matter who you feel, as long as you know in your heart who He is. So I'm not gonna say any more on that, but I want to say thank you guys, thank you so much for joining us. 
And uh, I see London's on the road, but she, actually she going to her real church. So we're gonna change our hours again today. I'm not sure we're gonna go back to nine or we're gonna go back to 11. I'm not really sure. London will let us know because we missed Lakeisha today. And that because um, it's London for, we're gonna blame it on London, but um, Keisha will catch up to us, I'm quite sure. Uh, we will update her on everything that went on today. Okay, um, JV Outdoors said, good study again, guys. I really enjoy it. And we really enjoy having you guys here with us and continue to follow us, share us out, let everybody know that we are here on Sunday. I normally post it uh, at least an hour early so everybody have time to come on and join us. I was a little delayed today because, um, believe it or not, I was on the phone till four o'clock this morning. So when I dozed off, it was... Uh, <laughs> It's kind of hard to get up and get back on the ground because I got a I got a text late last night <clears throat> asking can we change it back to nine o'clock. So again, like I said, the devil's busy, but we all made it on time, right? Like I said that's what they said. God is always on time, no matter what. He's here for us. So we are here. And I want to say again, thank you all for coming on with us. All right, London, I know you driving now, and she's on her way to church. Yes. <laughs> Some some people church can't open back up, and some people church can't. Yeah. So, London, I'm gonna turn it over to you so you get the last word in and take us on out of here. Okay. Well, I definitely enjoyed the conversation. I didn't really um, jump in. I was listening, but uh, like you can see, I'm driving. <laughs> so I really loved all the comments and uh, feedback there. It was really, I love it. I think that's what every Bible Bible study should be—a lot of interaction because I think that's how we grow together. You know, being able to learn uh, more about the word and just ultimately draw closer to God. That's the purpose is to draw in and hear him clearly in whatever it is that he has for you. You don't want to miss your moment, <laughs> um, whatever it is that God has for you. So just be in tune and stay. Uh, on that note, I will go ahead and pray us out. Apologize for not closing my eyes. <laughs> but no, don't close your eyes. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for another glorious day, dear God. We thank you for bringing us together on this day. We thank you for this platform. We thank you for using each and every one of us to share your gospel and spread the word, dear God. God, we just want to be able to be enriched, whatever it is that you have for us, and to be able to share it out to others that don't know, dear God. You're the living water, and we just want that water to just pass through and spread to the entire universe, dear God, everyone that's walking this earth. As we go about our week, we just pray that we have an opportunity to share the gospel with someone that may not know. We ask that we may be a beacon of light to others, that they may see you and us and choose to follow you. God, we thank you for your son that you allowed to spread on the cross and die to, so we, that we may live, dear God. And we just thank you for all that you have endured, and we thank you for blessing us and we ask that everyone have a beautiful and blessed week in jesus name we pray amen, amen. thank you thank you thank you thank you all again guys for joining us london you have a safe trip while you're driving on that road be safe out there uh, be safe out there period um so on that note i want to say together we stand divided we fall let's continue to stand together take care guys Peace.
Good morning, good morning, good morning, guys. Welcome to our Sunday morning Bible study. Um, I hope everyone is having a good day. We're about to pray in, and we're going to begin our lesson in Genesis. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for another glorious day, dear God. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for every opportunity that you grant us just to learn and grow and just embrace just who you are, dear God. We want to draw closer to you and we want to know exactly what it is that you have designed us for. And we want to continue to work in your purpose. God, we just ask that you utilize this platform on this day, dear God, to bring glory to you and all that you have in store. And we ask that we are able to read the lessons and learn them together. And we just pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. So let us begin. If you would, we are in Genesis 30, verse 1. When you are there, let me know. <laughs> Uh, so, and good morning. Good morning, JV. I'm there. All right. So am I. <laughs> I'm over here. I got my stuff open, but didn't have my book open. All right. Here we go. It says, when Rachel saw that she wasn't having any children for Jacob, she became jealous of her sister. She pleaded with Jacob, give me children or I'll die. Then Jacob became furious with Rachel. Am I God, he asked. He's the one who has kept you from having children. Then Rachel told him, take my maid Bilhah and sleep with her. She will bear children for me. And through her, I can have a family too. So Rachel gave her servant Belha to Jacob as a wife, and he slept with her. Belha became pregnant and presented him with a son. Rachel named him Dan, for she said, God has given me a son. Then Belha became pregnant again and gave Jacob a second son. Rachel named him Nephateli, for she said, I have struggled hard with my sister and I am winning. Meanwhile, Leah realized that she wasn't getting pregnant anymore. So she took her servant, Selpa, and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Soon, Selpa presented him with a son. Leah named him Gad, for she said, how fortunate I am. Then Zelpa gave Jacob a second son and Leah named him Asher, for she said, what joy is mine. Now the other women will celebrate with me. One day during the wheat harvest, Reuben found some mandrakes growing in the field and brought them to his mother, Leah. Rachel begged Leah, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But Leah angrily replied, wasn't it enough that you stole my husband? Now will you steal my son's mandrakes too? Rachel answered, I will let Jacob sleep with you tonight if you give me some of the mandrakes. So that evening, as Jacob was coming home from the fields, Leah went out to meet him. You must come and sleep with me tonight, she said. I have paid for you with my son's mandrakes that my son found. 
So that night he slept with Leah and God answered Leah's prayers. She became pregnant again and gave birth to a fifth son for Jacob. She named him Issachar for she, for she said, God has rewarded me for giving my servant to my husband as a wife. Then Leah became pregnant again and gave birth to a sixth son for Jacob. She named him Zebulon, for she said, God has given me a good reward. Now my husband will treat me with respect, for I have given him six sons. Later, she gave birth to a daughter and named her Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel's plight and answered her prayers by, en by enabling her to have children. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son. God has removed my disgrace, she said, and she named him Joseph. For she said, may the Lord add yet another son to my family. Soon after Rachel had given birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, please release me so I can go home to my own country. Let me take my wives and children, for I have earned them by serving you. And let me be my own, um, on my way. You certainly know how hard I have worked for you. Please listen to me, Laban replied. I have become wealthy for you. For the Lord has blessed me because of you. Tell me how much I owe you. Whatever it is, I'll pay it. Jacob replied, you know how hard I've worked for you and how your flocks and herds have grown under my care. You had little indeed before I came, but your wealth has increased enormously. The Lord has blessed you through everything I've done. But now, what about me? When can I start providing for my own family? What wages do you want, Laban asked. Jacob replied, don't give me anything. Just do this one thing and I'll continue to tend and watch over your flocks. Let me inspect our flocks today and remove all the sheep and goats that are speckled or spotted along with all the black sheep. Give these to me as my wages. In the future, when you check on the animals you have given me as my wages, you'll see that I have been honest. If you find in my flock any goats without speckles or spots or any sheep that are not black, you will know that I have stolen them from you. All right, Laban replied. It will be as you say. But that very day, Laban went out and removed the male goats that were streaked and spotted, all the female goats that were speckled and spotted or had white patches, and all the black sheep. He placed them in the care of his own sons, who took them on a three-day journey from where Jacob was. Meanwhile, Jacob stayed and cared for the rest of Laban's flock. Then Jacob took some fresh branches from, pop, from poplar, almond, and plane trees and peeled off stripes of bark, making white streaks on them. Then he placed these peeled branches in the watering troughs where the flocks came to drink, for that was where they made it. And when they made it in front of the white streaked branches, they gave birth to young that were streaked, and streaked speckled, and spotted. Je Jacob separated those lambs from Laban's flock. And at mating time, he turned the flock into to face Laban's animals that were streaked or black. This is how he built his own flock instead of increasing Laban's. Laban's, excuse me, keep saying that.
Whenever the strength, uh, whenever the stronger females were ready to mate, Jacob would place peeled branches in the watering troughs in front of them. Then they would mate in front of the branches. But he didn't do this with the weaker ones, so the weaker lambs became belonged to Laban, and the stronger ones were Jacob's. As a result, Jacob became very wealthy with large flock of sheep and goats, females and male servants, and many camels and donkeys. All right. So we'll stop at that first right, um, step right there before we go into the next chapter. And let's talk about it a little bit. What did you all hear in there um, or take away? Well, I kind of came in a little late, so I don't want to throw that off. Okay. Uh, what about you, Miss Lee? Also, I, you know, I was running around trying to get my computers and stuff set up. I'm making excuses. I'm really am. Uh, like I said, I'm a little off key, but yes, but she sacrificed a whole lot because she knew she couldn't bear, bear children. And she wanted, I guess, to keep her husband happy and, and give him children. So she allowed a servant to bear children for her. Mm -hmm. So. That's a little crazy. I mean, but I guess she had to do what she had to do to hold on to her husband. Well, it also shows in this story that thing things happen in God's time. You know, so her womb was opened by God, but it happens in God's time, which we've seen that story before with uh, Sarah. With Sarah and with um, Jacob's mother. So I think like the more of the story of that is that, you know, um, <laughs> Well, everything happens in God's time. Right. I definitely I agree with that. And so a couple of things that I noted. Um, so one is that uh, the mandrits, right? So you notice when she was pleading, that was like a significant point. So um, when she was pleading for the mandrakes, well, the mandrakes are known or believed to help women conceive. So in that moment right there, it was a it was a desperate moment for the both of them. And I thought that was something to take note of because on one hand, one is upset and, and still um, yearning the love and affection of Jacob. And the other one is yearning and wanting to have a child. So it's like they're still missing God and they're placing this to me in a way. It's like um, it shows where they're placing idols, making idols of other things. Rachel making idols of children and Leah making idols of Jacob. And in this moment, they're both showing just how desperate they are for it. And that's when Leah gives over and says, OK, fine, you can have the mandrakes, you know, obviously, because Rebecca was hoping to that would help her to conceive. And that gave Leah another opportunity in return to try to win Jacob's affection, right? Because she she stays in there like, isn't it enough he stole my husband? When actually, in all actuality, we know that Jacob desired Rachel from the beginning. Um, so, which is another one of my favorite parts of the story, um, of how it's like a uh, it's showing morals. Yes. You gotta have morals. You got to be a man of your word, mm -hmm. especially after you read the whole story. You, you understand the, the deal with Jacob and um, I forgot the father's name. And uh, that's one of my favorite parts of this story is, is about the, the uh, 
the, the cows and the, the, sheep. the sheep. Yeah, about the sheep. <laughs> That's my right. favorite part. Right. So, okay, so a couple other things. Also, the first the first part I noticed was um Jacob pointed out to Rachel right before she goes, you know, she's out there searching and still trying to figure it out. Jacob points out to her where her issue lies. It has nothing to do with any person. It, what it has to do with is God. He starts off when she gets upset, she gets angry, upset with him. And she says, give me a child or I'll die. And Jacob replies like, am I God? Like God is the one withholding you from having children. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that, that was an opportunity for her where she should have turned to God, but instead she still continues to search, which also shows a lot about Rachel. And you'll see not in this, um, um, these two chapters, but in um, the ones coming, that even after she has children, which we'll read or which we read, she still is not full. She's still not satisfied. Why? Because she's searching for the fulfillment that only God can provide. But um, yeah, and I and and I'll I'll give you a little note as to why I say that is because in the coming chapters, once they leave, she takes idols with her. After the father tells her not to take, you know. When he agrees, like, okay, fine, go. He's like, okay, don't take anything that belongs to me. She takes her father's idol, which just shows more of her emptiness and that she's still searching for something to fill those voids for her. But, um, yeah, so he gets angry with Rachel and he told her, like, told her the truth. You're coming to me for something only God controls. And then they're both, like I said, in that moment, um, they both showed their, how they how desperate they were and what they felt they needed to feel they're missing what was missing when the reality is God is what they were missing. They only just turned to God, how their answers would be um, met. Uh, and then God was using, also felt, oh, and, and then continuing on to with Jacob. Okay, mm -hmm. so we see further down as what Jacob um, goes to Laban and asks him, you know, I've been helping you. You see that God has blessed you. You know, allow me to move on. And he, Jacob arrived there poor, but obviously God has blessed him and allowed him to flourish Laban. And now he's asking for, you know, to separate. But in that separation, he's his what his simple his simple request. Laban still, like how um, Fishnatcher mentions the morals, he still tries to. <laughs> trick him out when he's old like he he's just like okay let me just take what's spotted in the black sheep and he's like okay he agrees to it but then tries to deceive him by get, having his son gather all of the those that are spotted in black and sending them on the journey so that way he would have none but i noted i said when god is on your side you're always the winner <laughs> that's right you know whatever that plan is you will win out and sure enough because we know that um, Jacob, by Jacob letting the lambs mate in front of it, had no true, you know, science, scientifically, there's no connection there. We know there is nothing but God in that place saying, like, representing, like, okay, this is how we will continue on. And Jacob is just doing his part by being obedient and staying consistent to what God has for him. And he's, he's, um, he's being honest. And so, sure enough, he rebuilds, and he's able to create a new flock because of God's creation. And then um, another thing I noted was uh, in that portion. Good morning, of that, Big Tank. Hey. Good morning. 
Yes, good morning, everyone. Uh, God was using the conflict to call Jacob back to the land of his father. Um, God often allows conflict to create new directions so we can pursue his greater purpose. So I thought that was also the opportunity because as you can see, it wasn't like Jacob was in any rush. He kind of almost felt, it's almost as if he, it seemed as if he continues to feel um, obligated to Levan. Like, so he, even though when he said, okay, I'm going to go now, Levan said, well, stay. Okay. Okay. I'll stay. And, you know, but it was like every chance he kept trying to pull away, he just kept coming back because of um, what, uh, Laban was offering him, but ultimately the conflict is what allowed them to break apart. So we'll continue. Is there any other comments, questions on that part? I agree, okay. JV. JV Outdoor said, I got that. If you do what's right, no matter what people try to do to you, God will always bless his people. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. As I said, this is a good story of morals in, in, in this uh, chapter here. This yes. whole story of Jacob and uh, and uh, Rachel, mm -hmm. Jacob, Rachel, and their father Laban. Right. Yeah. And, I agree. and the other daughter, I forgot the other daughter's name, but the other daughter as well. Like all, yeah. all four of those, you know, all four of those teach a different story of morals right. and right. faith. Morals right. and faith. Definitely having faith and where are you placing it, you know. So it's really interesting. And for me, I think with Mia and Rachel, it, there is more in the void. Like, you know, God is speaking to them and like, um, and how they're placing all of their, everything, like all of that they believe in, all of that, that they want in the wrong thing, in the wrong space. They're placing it in Jacob and then in children. So they're feeling like, okay, if I could just feel this one thing. So it makes me think like, how often do we do that? Or how often have we done that with things that we want? If I could just have this one thing, everything will be okay. Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and also karma, like what JV pointed out. That's a great, that's a great uh, perspective because that's real. I believe yes. in that. Like, you know, by doing right by others, no matter what, you know, you're going to receive good in the, on the back end. Doing wrong right. by others, you're going to see wrong on the back end, like uh, uh, Laban, right? He mm -hmm. was doing wrong in, from the beginning, so in the right. back end, he got wrong. It didn't, he didn't really got wrong, he got what he put out, basically. Right. So whatever you're putting out is what you're going to receive in the back end. That's true. Because <laughs> God is watching. It's so funny y'all talking about that. I just read some stuff that some people are going through with being wronged. When they haven't done anything bad, people just picking on them, being racially profiled and all kind of foolishness, which is sad. And some people are so weak that they kill themselves behind that. And it's sad. It's sad. And like I said, if you look at the person that's doing the injustice, they're consistently having things going wrong in their life. And they consistently keep on doing it because... <laughs> The more stuff yep. that happens to them, the matter they get and take it out on somebody else, you know. Exactly. But they don't realize that they're the cause of their own problem. So true. Mm -hmm. So true. So, um, there was something. Oh, I forgot what else I was going to say about Leah. I don't know. When it comes to me, I'll say it again. 
Okay, so we'll move on if there's no more questions, comments, concerns, or how you feel about what you read so far. We're now at um, 31 verse 1. It says, But Jacob soon learned that Laban's sons were grumbling about him. Jacob has robbed our father of everything, they said. He has gained all his wealth at our father's expense. And Jacob began to notice a change in Laban's attitude toward him. Then the Lord said to Jacob, return to the land of your father and grandfather and to your relatives there, and I will be with you. So Jacob called Rachel and Leah out to the field where he was watching his flock. He said to them, I have noticed that your father's attitude toward me has changed, but the God of my father has been with me. You know how hard I have worked for your father, but he has cheated me, changing my wages 10 times. But God has not allowed him to do me any harm. For he, if he said, the speckled animals will be your wages, the whole flock began to produce speckled young. And when he changed his mind and said, the striped animals will be your wages, then the, the whole flock produced striped young. In this way, God has taken your father's animals and given them to me. One time during the mating season, I had a dream and saw that the, that the male goats mating with the females were streaked, speckled, and spotted. Then in my dream, the angel of God said to me, Jacob, and I replied, yes, here I am. The angel said, look up and you will see that only the streaked, speckled, and spotted males are mating with the females of your flock. For I have seen how Laban, Laban has treated you. I am the God who appeared to you at Bethel, the place where you anointed the pillar of stone and made your vow to me. Now get ready and leave this country and return to the land of your birth. Rachel and Leah responded, that's fine with us. We won't inherit any of our father's wealth anyway. He has reduced our rights to those of foreign women. And after he sold us, he wasted the money you paid him for us. All the wealth God has given you from our father legally belongs to us and our children. So go ahead and do whatever God has told you. Mm -hmm. What we all take away from that. Okay, JV Outdoor said, I agree. People that are full of hate are usually people that hate their own life and take it out on others. Unfortunately, yeah. That's why, you know, usually when I see someone that is miserable or um, or having a bad day, I usually return it with kindness. I think that's why it's important because hate only drives hate. Only way you can cast out something of the opposite, I mean, something so strong is with the opposite, with love. So that's why God tells you to love everyone. So, I mean, it doesn't, you know, when someone is acting miserable or upset, you could just smile at them, give them some, some encouraging words. Who knows what that could do for them. Right. And sometimes it comes with maturity also, you know, because a lot of times people don't realize how much they have so much hate in their heart because they hadn't, they had yet to learn this self. So as they mature, they have a tendency of changing. And for those who never mature, they're going to always have the hate in their heart. That's how I look at it. Mm. I like the word that you're using with mature. I think that's, yeah, right on, you know something that you have to grow into. Mm -hmm. 
So any takeaways from this part of the, from this chapter? Again, like I say, so what I get from it is like, even though uh, LeBron kept on changing his wages, kept on tricking him, kept trying, it always worked out. So it, it says, if he told him he was going to give him all the cows with spots mm -hmm. on it, all mm -hmm. the cows was born with spots. If he told him mm -hmm. I was going to give you all the cows with stripes on it, all the cows was born with stripes because he kept trying to trick them. He looked and mm -hmm. see, well, I, ain't, I don't have any cows with no stripes. So I'm, I'll let you have every cow I got with stripes on it as long as you do this. The next thing you know, all these cows will have stripes. You know, so like, whatever you say, like whatever he said, he, he couldn't understand that he was doing wrong. And because he was doing wrong, this was happening. You know, he couldn't understand that, but he kept trying. Right, he's continuing trying to deceive, and yet it was backfiring on him. <laughs> it wasn't working in his favor. That's, mm -hmm. right. That's so, why I said you can fool man all the time, but you can never fool God because God sees it all. So that's it. But everyone who think they're fooling God, they not. Nope. You can fool man. Like I said, you can fool man, but even with that, it even that by like I said, even that will backfire right? because sooner or later. The truth gonna you know reveal itself. So, mm -hmm. and I also um, I noted also at that towards the end is that Jacob revealed his plan to his wives, providing the way for a man to lead his wife is by commun. Um, oh, proving about proving the way for a man to lead his wife is by communicating where God is leading him. So mm -hmm. you know, I always I definitely believe like you know there is. Um, I say like an umbrella, like God, the husband, the wife, children, etc. But I thought it was important to note that even when you're leading, it's important to communicate whatever it is, the direction that you're going with your spouse or with your wife. Because um, so that way they can be in agreement. And I remember someone else saying uh something and I was like, you know, I I need to be more mindful of that because not only that, so they can pray for you, right? Because God can give you direction and it's good that they can, it's good to have someone that's praying with you that you can, two can come together when it says that in the Bible. You know, when two together, there mm -hmm. he shall be. So mm -hmm. making sure that everything is aligned with what he has set forth. And that way you won't have to worry about <laughs> trying to rear them back in. Even though we will see soon that Rachel does not quite his end. But yeah. So that was something that I noted in that um, part of uh, chapter 31. Uh, so anything else? Did anyone else notice anything? And then I guess that's the end of it for this lesson. If there's any, what was your questions, comments, concerns? I remember what I was going to say now, but I'd rather go around the room and hear everyone's takeaway first. Uh, JV, excuse me, JV Outdoor said I agree with that. <laughs> yes, I got a question. I agree with all of that. Yes, I must. You know, I'm going to mess with you guys before y'all go. I got to uh -oh. do it. Uh oh, got to uh -oh. do it. I mean, it's got to happen. Something to make you go hmm. I'm just trying to figure out why they change yours to to goats or sheep. Hmm. What does yours say? What do you um? It mine says, says mine, mine says cows. Oh, cattle. Mine says cattle. No cattle is cows. No cattle is a group. Same thing as no. Flock. 
No, no, cattle is cows. Cattle is horned, hoofed animals. That is true, London. It's cows and cows. So, okay, hold on. I just, I mean, I, I just like, you know, I like to, like to mm -hmm. give a little pushback. <laughs> I like to, I like to see why they do that. Right. You understand it for why, what's the purpose of doing okay. that? So, mm -hmm. JV Outdoor said cattle's in mines as well. So, okay. So you're reading the King James version, right? Yes. Okay. So I downloaded an app because I wanted to be able to make sure that what I am understanding when it pertains to certain things, that it is accurate. Because I do, like I said, I do go back and forth in the King James Version. With the app that I have, it actually translates definitions of words. And I'll send the app to you. By definition of what they described, cattle is any group. And I'll, um, I'm going to have to bounce back and forth because I think when I leave, you can't hear me. So I'm going to Jump over here right quick. Well, no, no, don't do that. Look at the real definition of cattle. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Look, JB Outdoor says, Snatch is stirring it up. He always stirring it up, but it's good, though. It's property, property of any kind, including. And you can't just look at the, because if you just look at the dictionary, remember, we live in America, U.S., right? So our translations of words and their translations of words differ. Same way we say um, we're going on vacation. They say holiday. If I was to say holiday, you would ask me which one. If they was to say holiday, they would be referring to a break, going a, just basically away from work, which we consider a vacation. So it is important to understand <laughs> by definition what they describe as the word. And by definition, I will look that describe, up. That's a good yes. point. <laughs> yeah. So by definition, as they describe, it's any group. Because in my mind, I'm understanding cows. In your right, mind, you're right. understanding sheep. No, I'm in, no, it's it's um flock, but flock yeah, but you're referring to it as sheep every time you say it. You refer to the animals as sheep. Um, and goat. I said goat because it says goat in here. Like it definitely yeah, but, yeah, say. Yes, but it says um it says because it's different ones. It has sheep, goats, uh, male servants, and many camels and donkeys. So it's it's referring to different groups of animals in my book, actually. Yeah. Oh, oh, so you, oh you heard, not, so you heard not, yes. not what the not what is trade is, is trading as uh is trading as uh, uh pay. Hmm? He's trading as pay cattle though, right? One more time. Like what LeBon is trading for pay with mm -hmm. uh, what he's giving Jacob for pay. Yes. It's what what is it saying that is he giving him sheep, goats, cows, what? Just, the, flock, the flock. It says flock. Hmm. Right. I mean, I just, that, was, that was just a question there because I, I got flocks. I do have flocks in my Bible, but it gets to the part about the speckle when the speckles changed to um, mm -hmm. like just all that was all that was cows. Like the, will be. It says will be your wages. The whole flock produce right, just whole to produce speckles. Yeah, yes, right. they got they say flock right. for the lambs, the goats. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for all mine, like from 31, from 31 all the way through 16 is all cattle. No, and it said the speck with animals, plural. So it's different types of animals, right? Not just what, a particular animal. What right. says that? Where at? In um verse 
8. He said, for if he said the speckled animals will be your wages, the whole flock began right. to produce speckled young. Right. So he's not, he not just referring to one particular animal. Yeah. Right. Mine's it, mine's it is. So that's right. plural. Yeah, and King James it, it doesn't say that, so yeah. it don't it, it specifies one animal. It says, if if he said thus, the speckles shall be thy wages, then all the cattle bear yeah. speckles. Okay. And now, it's now saying, earlier, but earlier before that, it does speak about flocks, like you know, many different. Mm -hmm. But yeah. in this thirty-one through sixteen, he's speaking about cows. In my in my. In your mind, because you know no. cattle to be no. cat. Because no, uh, you say you're saying cows. Your book says cattle, right? So what you saying when I look in the Eng I should look in the English dictionary, and it say right. And that's why that's why I got to find out the meaning of cattle. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. Gotcha. But great question. I love it. Yeah. Um, JV, want to know? Are we doing uh, Matthews today? No, um, we usually do Genesis, and then next week we do Matthew, um, Psalms, and Proverbs, because Matthew, Psalms, and Proverbs is shorter than um, Genesis. Today, I guess Genesis, um, it wasn't short, but I guess it just went through kind of fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that way, also, we have uh, opportunity to go over. You also said, I love it, King James. Did you say that? Yeah, say that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> King James, baby, yeah. <laughs> King James version. All right, so uh, that was a great question. Any other questions, comments, or concerns? I love it. Keeps me. Oh, I just, uh, it just fascinates me how I think some people, depending on the book you read, is the idea that pops in your head of what you believe right. you're hearing. Right. But that's what but I said. You know, but that's At the end of the day, you have to um, get a get an understanding. Because, like I said, for myself, it's hard for me to go back and forth with different Bibles because I have to focus on one. See, like I said, with London, she used I don't know how many different Bibles. She probably got about four or five different Bibles in front of her right now. And some people can do that, you know, like I said, to be able to translate and so you could get the understanding that it still means the same thing, even though you might be reading it different. But at the end, at the very end, it's still it's been flocked. So. No matter right. what, it, it was an animal that you know that that he put the spots on, the speckles on. So you know it was an animal. Now the and then, like I said, it's the yin and the yang. So do they all come together as one particular type of animal? But see, like I said, in 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 um the, the Bible that I read it, it's it's plurals in animals. So it's not. So it could be it could be all of the same type of animals. Right. There's more than one. It could have been the same type of animals, or was it different types of animals? Well, you can see, it's, it's different types of animals. Right. It's not me I, just focusing um, on the animals. What I'm saying is, though, that's how that's exactly what I'm telling you. Like, you got there's multiple animals. In my yeah. version, I got to me that it was a cow. You see, but I'm just saying that, for example, how you can read something in a different book and get a totally different understanding of what they're trying to convey to you. That's mm -hmm. what I was, that's what I'm ultimately getting at. So like mm -hmm. if I read, um, if I read that, I always go back to the firmament versus the um, great expanse, how I get that we're in an enclosed environment, everybody else can get we're in an open environment where you can leave and come as you as you please. And right. I believe differently. And this is, I always point those words out because it gives me a different understanding reading the book I, I read. 
And so that's why I always go back, like, in the, um, when, I, when I say in the beginning, like, when we first started, and I try to convey it, like, throughout the Bible study, is that when I, like, the way that I've come to learn and what helps me create staples is that first understand, like, it, it requires, you have to kind of, it, it, requires, it takes work, right? <laughs> but well, it takes discipline, it takes work, it takes obedience. But for me, what helps me and what I've learned that helps me is to understand all of what's entailed in the in it, right? So I read out of like when, um, as we mentioned, I have different Bibles. I do, but I found the New Living Translation for me is just a much easier read to study, right? But I do still read from the King James Version, especially with certain like there's actually certain memory verses, <laughs> certain verses I have to memory, and it's through the King James Version just because that's the one that everyone I think uh, most Christians know. So when you hear them reciting something, it's like, you know that version of it, right? The Lord's Prayer, you know, the King James Version. I could just recite a couple of them. Um, you're going you're gonna to begin to recite that version. So I go to it just for understand, like to break down certain things. But as I would go to it, I kind of found like, okay, well, how did they come to this meaning in the New, in the, um, New Living Translation? So then that's when I did um, began to start to... Um, through my research like okay well why is this word different and what does it mean and then um, that's which has been inspiring it's kind of spiraling here which brings me back to how I tell everyone when we're on Bible study is the best way to study is knowing the who they're speaking to the timing in which they were speaking and then you'll have like and um, what was the purpose right because obviously everything in the Bible has purpose He's not, it's not, it's not just written. It's not just the, it's not for some people look at it as history. Like it's not just history. It's not something looked at as his history book. It's not just of one anything. For me, it's all encompassed together to help you understand God better. So when you learn the history of it and you learn who they're speaking to, then you can have a better idea. Okay. Um, for instance, like how I mentioned the mandrakes. Well, some people would skip over that and say, okay, well, she just offered her a flower. But no, there was significance to the reason why they mentioned the name of the flower. Because that flower was known or believed to them to help women conceive. So that's why it was meant, that's why it's important to note those things. So every time I do a lesson, I try to pull in some facts as to what brought me to this conclusion. But, um, so yeah, so that's I think that's what helps also like with the defining of the words. I definitely think words are important, but the what's more important is understanding what what is being said, right? So you don't want to miss what is to be gained from it by just focusing on the one word. Well, you got to like you said, you got to understand the words and pray for understanding of what you're supposed to be getting out of it. That's what uh, Nikki Nichols is pointing out to me just now. You got to pray for the understanding of what God wants you to get out of the verses that you're reading, you know? And I said, I, I actually, when I started reading the Bible, I started reading the NIV and uh, it left me with more questions. So I went to another Bible. I can't remember off the top of my head, which one that was. Then I went to a, I went to a third one by accident. Then I got to the King James version. And I was like most people, like you saying, it was hard for me to read the King James at first because I felt like I couldn't understand what they were saying with all the thousand these and that. You know, and a lot of people would say because of that, they don't want to read it. And mm -hmm. like after I prayed for understanding of it, like Nicky Nichols said, I was able to understand it. And I was like, this makes more sense to me. This makes, out of all the books I read, 
I got it. I, was, I kept getting stuck in Psalms and NIV. I'm going to tell you what around what part in Psalms was sticking where it was saying about not loving your parents. If I can't, I can't, I don't want to say it wrong the way NIV said it. It's in there. It's in the NIV. And I'll find it for you and I'll, um, I'll send it to you. But I kept going. The NIV is interpretation. So each one has a description as to what the the um, Bible is. Right. The, the New Living Version. The New, the new Living Version. Mm. No, that's NL. NLV. Yeah. NLV. On, the new the new the New Living Version is the one where I kept having uh, questions. You know, you and, said, uh, which is the N. N not the NIV. I'm correcting it. It was the, it was the New Living Version. I had questions. I read. Like I said I read three different Bibles before getting to the King James. I read the NIV. The New Living Version and the Mormon Bible was the third one. I read a Mormon Bible. I didn't get past the first page because it says honor thy queen in there. And I got rid of it. <laughs> I was like, there ain't no way the Bible say that. Right. Mm. So what I'm saying is I kept having questions. I kept like each, each book I kept reading and I get to a point where I'll be like, I don't know if that's right. Something don't feel right. And when I got to the King James, I prayed for understanding. And it, I was understanding what I was reading a little bit better. But I'm gonna find that verse to you for y'all, and I'm gonna send the different verses to you to see how you understand it, what you interpret from it. Now I want you to see what you guys think. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Because um, I mean, I think there's, um, I definitely think it's good that you read from the King James version. I, like I said, I like the King James version. I just know for me, when it comes to studying, the New Living Translation works best, that which is the NLT. I know that I'm familiar with the NIV. Um, I don't read from the NIV because um, it's a it's an interpretation. It's not not everything is as it. The NLT is supposed to be like basically the King James version just translated. And now there's actually a CSB one that more people read from today. So there's a number of Bibles, but um, it says I took Hebrew in college, and after learning it, I came to the conclusion that the King James version was the best translated version out there. So, I hear that from a lot of people that said they and I can't spell college right, so don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Well, I can't spell anything right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. yeah, and I and I um so so I actually um was looking, but I needed someone because I feel like some certain Bibles also um when he talks about like the Hebrew um. Mm -hmm the Torah, I wanted to dive into there, but I need someone who understands it first because um, when I had a gentleman helping me with it, it was like, oh, okay, like the dots, because there's, there's same thing. There's a lot of history and lessons that you have to learn from what is written now, the way that they write, like the way um, Jews write now and the way the Hebrews and the way it was written before, a lot of that is different as well. So you have to have someone that has the history and understanding. So I think, you know, obviously, him going to school with it, I'm sure he probably learned the difference and all of that. But for me, well, I couldn't dive into it by myself because I understood that there were differences. The original language, you know, is close to that. So remember the original language, the universal language was symbols, you know? So I guess Tower of Babel is where all that got taken away because it was like language was being used for evil. But that's mm -hmm. why that's the closest thing to the original at that, that, that Torah is the closest thing to original language. So if you can understand original language, you will easily pick up the Torah from what I understand. I don't understand it myself, 
but I have faith and belief. Like so I ask, I guess you can get out of your Bible that you're reading right now. You can pray for understanding of what God, what God wants you to get from him. And yeah. that's what you will receive. So I, I don't, I'm not telling anybody you got to read my book. I'm saying you got to pray for understanding of what you read and what God wants you to receive from it. Right. And that's what I agree with Nikki Nichols with wholeheartedly. Yes, I agree with Nikki Nichols as well. That is, I believe that 100% you need to uh, pray for understanding. And JV Outdoor said, yes, old Hebrew and new he Hebrew do have differences, but they are, they are very close. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would love, I would love to learn it. Uh, that's definitely on my list of things to learn. So. Yeah. Once you learn it, you might be a King James uh, <laughs> She says not that she's not a, a King James supporter. I, don't know. I, I said I have King James. I have two, three. But you prefer to read the other Bible because you said that uh, is it easier to get through? It's you easy like King to James, but it's for, for me, me it's but, to understand. So, like to, so when I'm, um, for instance, like when you're studying. When I read the King James Version, I would have to stop at almost every other word to get definition of understanding of what it's saying. Right? Well, I think you should do that. So, but if you if you understand the word already, then I don't have to stop. But do you really understand the word? Right. So I do. Right. I do. I do. That's the way I learn. I've always well, you... I've learned that way for a long time. Not all my life, but. Uh, I could definitely say from my father, actually, while I was in college, he was just like, if you ever have, and I was just like, why didn't you tell me this? You know, because I was never a study. And growing up, I didn't have to study to get to get through classes. I would just literally show up, do the work. And then when it came time to a test, I remember whatever I learned in class. When I got to college, it was for the most part <laughs> the same, but there were some areas I was struggling. And when he told me that, and he was just like, he, I mean, he, we, we kind of, he kind of summarized it and I kind of understood a little bit then, but over time I've learned more of it, a better understanding, but yeah, it was like, okay, when you like, same thing, if you come across a word, you feel like too, you know, a sentence or two later, you find yourself yarning, distracted, you missed a word that didn't properly fit into that sentence that you read. So you need to go back, read it again till you find the word. So that's how I've. I've studied since I've learned that. So um, when I, whenever I read, and I'm and I, I'm a, I enjoy reading. <laughs> so whenever I read, that's how I, that's how I, um, that's how I learn. That's how I read. So for me, that's why King James version is like a stumbling block. Not that I don't want to learn it, but it's a lot to, and especially because I found that the for me the New Living has been so much, um, is so concise and is so. Um, parallel to the King James Version, it works for me. So if I, for instance, what, I'm, what I mean is that if I'm reading the King James Version and then I open up a chapter in the New Living and the same, and but yet it took me it took me one minute to come to that conclusion in the New Living and an hour in the King James. Mm -hmm. While I'm studying, I'm going to read from the New Living. <laughs> you see? So. JV Outdoor said, I can send you some test books, London. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> and uh, Nikki says, sorry, I'm in the shadow, but cooking breakfast for a fish snatcher, laugh out loud, trying to be submissive. <laughs> yeah. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and Kids ever said, personally, I, I feel like it's worth the time to learn. Yes. I agree. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Like the Bible's probably not meant to go through in one day. Like, you know, the Bible's not even really meant to be read straight through. I enjoy doing it because I, I'm going through it several times. I listen to it on audio and it helps me doing it that way, but I still bounce around in it. Like, you know, if I have a question or any, um, I'm looking for advice on this to handle a certain situation, I might bounce around in it that way. But I enjoy going straight through it because I can read it like a story too. To me, it's a big story from beginning to the end. That's it why is. it starts off with Genesis and it yeah. ends off with the rapture. Because it's a story from beginning mm -hmm. to the end. Mm -hmm. Now, when you, when you listen to the audio, do you just listen to the uh, King James version? In I'm the King audio? James all the way. I don't want to. I, I learned my lesson. I got distracted with the other Bibles. I didn't really, I wasn't getting the real meanings. They told you that, that I'm not going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say what the other ones told me to do. It was crazy. I was like, this can't be right. I was like, this can't be right. I like. I looked up the word too. It, it it meant what it said. When the King James said it different, it had a different meaning. So I was like, "Yeah, that sound that makes more sense." Now, okay, but to okay, now I'm gonna ask a, maybe a crazy a crazy question. What make you feel that the King James version is, is right over any other of the Bibles? Because it feels right. I mean, it feels right. So, like so like I said, when I get so to, I'm, I'm on the, the individual, it's on the individual. What feel yeah. right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is why mm -hmm. it feels right is because I. Again, I'm looking for advice on looking on how I should handle a situation. So if I turn to the Bible, when the Bible's giving me some advice that makes me go, that's what you really want me to do, God? For real? You serious? And I'm like, I'm not sure. Like, I shouldn't feel like that in my, in, in my inside, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when I go to the King James Bible and I get that same, I look for that same verse and the understanding I'm getting for it feels like, yeah, that's what God would tell me. It feels like that feels right. Even if I, something I don't want to do, but it feels right. Like, okay. I see mm -hmm. why God say do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, JV Alto said three chapters a day, and you read the Bible in a year. Oh, okay. I could agree with that. Yes, yes. Her picture went out for a hot minute. <laughs> and uh, Kid said it's the greatest story. Yes, it is. The greatest you know? story ever told. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. But like I said, um. For me, I tell anybody, I know God because he within me, but to learn the word is what I'm learning now. You know, what's in the Bible is what I'm learning. Um, I'm not a reader. I would never pretend to be a reader, but I'm a very good listener. <laughs> uh, so the Bible study helps me out a lot just to, to learn the word. And like I said, I like to, to see the difference on, you know, because I think everyone up here reads a different Bible, you know. But at the end of the day, like I said, we all come to the same understanding. And that's, to me, it's, it's the most important to be able to come to the same understanding. And you could just, you know, you could dispute, you know, if you feel that it's not. Uh, Ken Seven said, if God is a religion, it shouldn't matter what Bible you read. Exactly. It shouldn't. Like I said, as long as you, like I said, it might, like I said, you know, like we said about the word cattle, to, to most cattle mean cows. But, um, and then others, it means all, all animals, so. But it's, well, cattle, I mean, it's the talk. definition of cattle that I get is all creatures like what with horns and the split hoof. Mm -hmm. A sheep doesn't have horns and split hooves. It has uh, split hooves, but not the horns, right? A goat has horns and split hooves. So I can see how you could say it's a goat, you know, but um, I can't see it being a camel. I can't see it being a duck. I can't see it being, it doesn't mean all animals to me, you know? Right, 
Mm-hmm. It means a cow. Like cow is cattle in my mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Goats mm-hmm. is goats. A mm-hmm. herd, you can have a herd. If it's speaking of a lot of them, it'd be a herd. Mm-hmm. Speaking of a lot of a lot of like you don't say a herd of birds, you say a flock of birds. Mm-hmm. Right? So like words mean different things in, in my mind. So I get a different picture in my head when I'm mm-hmm. reading it and a different understanding is what I'm trying to say. You know, so right. like if God, I, if your Bible is telling you that if somebody wrongs you, you should go ahead and cut their head off, right? It may not mean that in the Bible go, I'm reading. Go and cut somebody's head off, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't say somebody, but depending but on which book you, you're reading. He like, wronged you, just cut his head off. Yes, that's it. I mean, say it right there. <laughs> so, say, I mean, that's what I'm getting at. Words is very important to me because, I mean, I'll take them literally. I'm like, it say it right there. I'm telling you. It yeah. say it right there. I can do it. Right. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, very interesting, guys. So, um, uh, London, uh, you want to take it back around the room? I don't know what she's doing. Because we made it to our hour. This was a great hour that we made it to. And so, I don't know, did she step away or not? But anybody have any last comments or questions they would like to add at this time? Please feel free to do so. You can leave your comments in the bottom. And to the panelists, if you have anything else you want to add to it, feel free to do so. Because I think London stepped away for a minute. Um, let's get, let's go to Dawn first. And we'll leave Fish Natural for last. Um, basically, everything, I don't know. It's like I told someone the other day. You can treat someone one way and they treat you another way. You never know what they're going through. and But you shouldn't treat people bad. You want to treat people how you want to be treated at the end of the day. Because, I mean, yeah, I could be going through something crazy or whatever. doesn't mm-hmm. mean I can treat you differently because I'm going through something. Right. <laughs> And, and I was gonna say, say that too. Got a lot of feedback coming. Got a lot of feedback coming. Okay, I would say on that dawn is that a lot of times we don't treat ourselves good, and somebody else might treat you a whole lot better than you treat yourself. And then sometimes you have to step back and say, "Wow, you know what? Why are they being so nice to me? You know, I'm not a nice person, but why are they being so nice to me? Because sometimes people see good in a person that they don't see in themselves. So. So just like I said, so not all the time, I mean, treat people the way you want the people to treat you because you don't treat your own self good. You don't love yourself. So how you, you, you want somebody else not to love you? No. And, and, you, and the whole thing is you have to know how to receive that love where you never had it before. And people started seeing the different in you and you started seeing the different in you like, wow, you know what? I do have it in me. I never knew I could have all of this in me. So sometimes I don't, you know, that's said, sometimes you don't want people to treat you like you treat yourself or, you know, I said, they say treat others like, like you want others to treat you. You're not treating yourself well. You know, that's, that's where to come in, um, have a more respect for self. You know, they said, love, love thyself first. In order for you to love others, you have to learn to love thyself first. So, so it's a play on words too. That's how I feel with that. So you remember in, um, right here in the Bible again, it goes to when they ask Jesus what's the most important rules. 
right? The most important, important commandments, if you would say. And he said, number one was put God over everything. Number one, love God over everything. That's the most mm -hmm. important thing. Number mm -hmm. two, he said, there's only two of them. Number mm -hmm. two was love thy neighbor. You know, love thy, treat everybody well, very, very well is what that basically means, you know? Mm -hmm. And treating them well is treating yourself well. You know right. why? Because God created man in his image. So mm -hmm. if you're loving God, you, you should love, love man, mm -hmm. you know, a woman or I'm saying by man, I'm saying by yeah. all mankind. You right. Love them. And mm -hmm. um no wrong to them and you have a good life. But you start doing yeah. wrong by people, you're not gonna have a good life. It's basic. It's real, it kept it real simple. I said it's basic instructions before leaving earth, and it's for real. You know, you don't want to see it, just look at your individual lives. If something's going wrong, you're doing something wrong that you got to tweak somewhere. That's why we all have, I have problems all day because I'm always doing something wrong somewhere down the line. So I got to tweak things. You know, I'm like, I know what I did. I just can't stop doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's the same. And and it still go right back to, like I said, you want to treat your neighbor well, but learn to love thyself first. You know, it, like I said, it, 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 how can you love can, God first? No, no, I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking about after, of course, after God, but you, if you said to treat thy neighbor, like, like I said, you want to treat that's people. Number like, two, but, right. No, right. That's number two. Yeah, it's number say two. number two, treat yourself, love yourself. It's a number two, no. love thy neighbor. Yeah, love thy neighbor, but still. Yeah, but how can you love thy neighbor? You you don't know what love is because like if you if all you saw in your whole life was hatred, all you gotta you know, love. God loves you. Yeah, no, but also if only thing that you was taught in your household was hate, you know you hate everything. I don't like the color blue. I can't stand that color. Why? Because that's all you heard. That's all you seen all your life. But then someone else come to you and say, hey. But blue is a beautiful color. Why you hate it? You don't have a meaning why you hate it. It's just that that was all you heard all your life was don't like the color blue, no matter what you do. Just don't like it. So now somebody else come to you saying, let me show you the reason why you should love it. And now you could see the difference. And now, you, and now your eyes are open to something new because it was never taught to you. So now, you are, now you are starting to treat people differently because it, now you start to see a better picture when it was never shown to you before. You know, I, I, it's like um, it's like a person, and I'm gonna use New York. I'm gonna use New York because I live in New York for a long time. I work with all types of people, okay. And I remember it was a white, oh, okay. We're gonna say Caucasian, and we're gonna say African American. Most people say they're gonna say white, and they're gonna say black. Like I said, it all depends on where you at. Like I said, people in New York, you can't go black people or white people. It's either Caucasian or African American. But anyway, it was this. Caucasian young lady, her best friend was African-American. Now, the part of New York that the Caucasian woman live in, there's no African-Americans. Of course, where the African-American live, she's around all types of people. So what happened was the first time, now this is her best friend. The first time she took her home to meet her family, her nephew was scared to death. He held, he was like about five or six years old. He held on to the auntie, the Caucasian, her leg, because he never seen a person. You would think this day and time that people would see run across all types of people. But this young boy never experienced going outside of his comfort zone, you know? And, and when they was telling us the story, I'm like, wow. 
to, to know that people are still living like that is amazing to me. Because like I said, when you are sheltered from the outside world, you don't know what's out there until someone bring it to you. So well, to me, the lesson that was learned in today's time that, it, you know, if you don't know, you don't know. So you cannot not like me because I don't know. I don't know because I was never taught. And that's how I feel like when they say love thy neighbor, you can't love thy neighbor if you never was taught how to love thy neighbor. Well, that's why I'm telling you about the Bible. So that's how you can learn. You can mm -hmm. learn everything you know right from the Bible. You don't have to rely on a, a man or a woman to teach you. You can right. teach yourself. Mm -hmm. you get all the questions that you have for life is in the, the, the Bible, Bible, you know? Mm -hmm. And somebody may be teaching you wrong. Yeah, remember, the devil is just as real as, as God, right? Mm -hmm. So there's going to be people that's not always working for God. They're working for the devil. So you got to remember that. And that could be right inside your household. That's you know? right. That's right. So you got you to do your own research. You got to do your own studying. You got to come to your own. You got to pray for understanding and pray mm -hmm. for answers. If you really want them, you're going to get them. So be careful what you pray for. If you, mm -hmm. if you don't really want to know, don't ask it because it will that's come. Mm -hmm. But um, that's why I'm saying like, as far as loving thyself, if you can love God, Right, first, that's what God is telling you. Love God first, and then by loving God and believing in God, everything else is going to line up because that means you have faith, right? So, everything else is going to you're going to love yourself by loving God. You're mm -hmm. going to wind up doing that once you get to know God and understand who God is. You're going to automatically start loving yourself because you're going to know that God created all of you in His image, right? Yes. And God mm -hmm. wants you to love Him unconditionally because God loves you unconditionally, and you are a reflection of God right mm -hmm. so your neighbor is a reflection of god so you can't treat your neighbor bad and treat god good because that, that's disrespecting god you see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So god mm -hmm. created this thing and he's telling you to love me unconditionally and i created all of you in my image that means mm -hmm. you should be loving all of you right right it's <laughs> just that simple it's real simple and if you can if you do anything to my people you're going to receive the, the, on the back end consequences. You're going to get a lot of consequences on the back end. It's just going right. to happen that way. Right. Okay. Well, Ken said, if God is the religion, it shouldn't matter what Bible you read. That is so true. It doesn't matter what Bible that you read because at the end of the day, I mean, I, I mean, well, there, it are, does and it there, don't. Are, yeah. there, there are some Bible that, that that's, uh, I don't want to call out no particular religion because I, I'm like a uh, fish snatch. I read certain Bible and I'm like, whoa, I said, this is not right. And I did the same thing. I put it down because like I said, if it don't feel right in your heart, then it's not right. Because every, like I said, the devil wrote Bibles too. So, <laughs> you know, be true. so, so to get you to understand his way of living. So like I said, you have to do your research. And like I said, if it feel good in your heart and like you said, Ask, ask for understanding. That's the you know that's the best thing. Like like fish just fish said, you have to ask for understanding. So where like I said, each and every one of us that's here right now have a different understanding, but we are able to still come together and to understand on the same page. Cause we have I'm not gonna lie, we have people who came on the panelists and they had some real big discrepancy because how they felt about. It, but we cannot knock how they feel about their Bible. Or whatever they choose, they whatever they choose to learn from, because that's their understanding. But because we all are on the same page, even though we read a different Bible, but we basically have the same understanding that we said, okay, we could continue to come together because we understand. And that's you know what I always found though that was amazing. 
the common denominator in all these Bibles, good ones, bad ones, uh, Torahs, uh, Korans, all of them. That's what the common denominator is. <laughs> they acknowledge Jesus. Mm -hmm. they, might call, they might call him by different names too. But, but they all the acknowledge that he existed. Mm -hmm. Right. Some believe okay. he wasn't, uh, 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 some believe he was just a prophet. Some mm -hmm. believe he was just a man, but they acknowledge he existed. Right. So that tells you something right there by itself. These mm -hmm. is all the books around the world. There's two mm -hmm. things that line up, Jesus and the flood. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that tells you that these two things definitely happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, JV Outdoor says, someday, Snatcher, I will show you some huge differences in the Bibles and why I stick with KJV, King James Version, also. Me but too. I'm always just happy that people read a Bible, uh, means a matter which one it is. It doesn't matter. You're right. It doesn't matter which one it is. Um, Nikki Nichols said, for everyone, I pray for your understanding and mine. And we all hear that, we all hear what God is saying to you. Because your salvation uh, ultimately depends on you and your choice. And she capitalized God and you. So those are the main two that you have to understand. Yes. And uh, JV Outdoor said, Amen. And blessing to you, Outdoor. And JV Outdoor said, If you look at Ten Commandments, they are all instruction, all instruction on how to love God and your neighbors. That is so true. Right. Yeah. Like I said, like he said, it's only right, two, right, it's only right. two rules, two rules of the game to understand. And you understand like she's capitalizing, she capitalized you, but God is how you spell God with a capital G. Right. Lowercase no, G means no, something no, I different. Said she, I said she capitalized both. I said she capitalized God and you. Those are the main two. Well, God is always spelled with a capital G. Yes. The real yes. God. Yeah. The, other, the, real the God, little G yeah. means, I'm not going to get into that, but right. when you, have you, have you, Respecting God, you always spell it with a capital G. Right. Mm -hmm. That is so true. Yes. Okay. I think we lost London, but um, anybody else have anything to say before we end it? They got oh, the I fish snatcher ready. <laughs> well, go for it, fish snatching. You're the last to be, to be heard from. I'm just glad. No, seriously. I'm just glad you have this platform to open up discussions about the Bible for one, you know, I think it's awesome that it's that many people starting to get interested in reading their Bibles. Like I said, I'm not knocking what Bible you're reading as long as you worshiping God and his son. That's all I have to say about that. Right. And I want to add to that is that especially these days and time, as you can see, this world is turned upside down, but I, and you know, and I'm going to say that if you don't believe in God now, you're in the world of trouble because, like I said, he's only going to come back and save those who believe in him. If you don't believe in him, and I'm not going to say, oh, today I believe in him because I want to be saved. No. Find it in your heart to really believe in him, to really be, you know, don't be afraid to, to share his word. And like I said, to get a better understanding. And like I said, I, I'm the first one to say that I love God. I know who God is. Like I said, I know he brought me through a whole lot of stuff in my time. And like I said, it doesn't matter how old you are. When you realize it, then you know. And like I said, it took me some time to realize that he brought me through a lot. I mean, I was in my early 20s when I when I really discovered, even though I was 13 years old when I was baptized. You know, yes, I was baptized at a young age, but I knew then 
to change my life over. And am I a perfect child? Yes, I am. Always been, always, God, no, I'm not lying. He knows that. Always been a perfect child. So, yes. <laughs> but I just got to get into the words more. That's all. And like I said, um, a lot of times when you're trying to get in the word, someone's going to try to, um, to, to steer you away from the word. But like I said, just tell him, give you patience so you can continue to, to understand the words. You know, if somebody tells you, like I said, everybody have their own belief on who they feel their God is. You know, it doesn't matter who you feel as long as you know in your heart who he is. So I'm not going to say any more on that, but I want to say thank you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I see London's on the road. Actually, she's going to her real church. We're going to change our hours again today. I'm not sure we're going to go back to 9 or we're going to go back to 11. I'm not really sure. London will let us know because we missed Lakeisha today. And that's because um, it's London for We're going to blame it on London, but um, Keisha will catch up to us, I'm quite sure. Uh, we will update her on everything that went on today. Okay. Um, JV Outdoors said... Good study again, guys. I really enjoy it. And we really enjoy having you guys here with us. And continue to follow us. Share us out. Let everybody know that we are here on Sunday. I normally post it uh, at least an hour early so everybody have time to come on and join us. I was a little delayed today because, um, believe it or not, I was on the phone till 4 o'clock this morning. So when I dozed off, it was... Uh, <laughs> It's kind of hard to get up and get back on the ground because I got a I got a text late last night <clears throat> asking can we change it back to nine o'clock. So again, like I said, the devil's busy, but we all made it on time, right? Like I said that's what they said. God is always on time, no matter what. He's here for us, so we are here. And I want to say again, thank you all for coming on with us. All right, London, I know you're driving now, and she's on her way to church. Yes. <laughs> Some some people church had open back up and some people church had high. But yeah. So London, I'm gonna turn it over to you so you get the last word in and take us on out of here. Okay. Well, I definitely enjoyed the conversation. I didn't really um, jump in. I was listening, but uh, like you can see, I'm driving. <laughs> so I really loved all the comments and uh, feedback here. It was really, I love it. I think that's what every Bible Bible study should be—a lot of interaction because I think that's how we grow together. You know, being able to learn uh, more about the word and just ultimately draw closer to God. That's the purpose is to draw in and hear him clearly and whatever it is that he has for you. You don't want to miss your moment, <laughs> um, whatever it is that God has for you. So just be in tune and stay. Uh, on that note, I will go ahead and pray us out. Apologize for not closing my eyes. <laughs> but no, don't close your eyes. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for another glorious day, dear God. We thank you for bringing us together on this day. We thank you for this platform. We thank you for using each and every one of us to share your gospel and spread the word, dear God. God, we just want to be able to be enriched, whatever it is that you have for us, and to be able to share it out to others that don't know, dear God. We are the living water, and we just want that water to just pass through us spread to the entire universe, dear God, everyone that's walking this earth. As we go about our week, we just pray that we have an opportunity to share the gospel with someone that may not know. We ask that we are, they be a beacon of light to others, that they may see you and us and choose to follow you. 
God, we thank you for your son that you allowed to spread on the cross and die to, so we, that we may live, dear God. And we just thank you for all that you have endured. And we thank you for blessing us. And we ask that everyone have a beautiful and blessed week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you all again, guys, for joining us. London, you have a safe trip while you're driving on that road. Be safe out there. Uh, be safe out there, period. Um, so on that note, I want to say, together we stand, divided we fall. Let's continue to stand together. Take care, guys.